Welcome back. We are back in the uh, the story of us. So we find ourselves standing outside of a tavern. Nope, not that. Um, you have a, your green screen on. I didn't know if you meant to have the green screen or if you were wanted to have something in the back of it. It's up to you. I just letting you know. Shall we? No, you don't have to. I just in case you were trying to put something back there. Just oh, let you know. It's fine. No, the green's fine. Let's keep going. Now it's a challenge, though. And when we left off, uh, the owl. Wanda had lost track of the assassin, I believe. Uh, you all had. And it was the next yeah. morning. Yeah, we had, had a long rest. I thought we were having breakfast downstairs. Yes, you guys That's were having breakfast. Casimir uh, asked you to go and provision supplies, anything that you thought that you were going to need for treks up into the mountains. Um, he said that he had uh, some cold weather gear, but he didn't have anything else. He was relying entirely on your skill with travel. Well, he was giving us 200 gold, right? No, he gave you 100 gold. Oh, 100 gold, excuse me. 100 gold to go and get potions is what we decided we were going to do. Okay. So... We decided that we're all set for hardware and delving stuff i think Demetari said she needed paper but other than that i think and, yeah we were and a good. shovel i thought snow had a shovel i may have a shovel yeah i'd like i would like parchment and then i sent in the group chat that i'll need something for a spell but that'll be coming out of my own pocket okay So I vote um, Anok, or Anox, excuse me, um, goes and gets the potions because he's the most charming. And maybe someone not with a negative go with him. I do have a shovel. Am I taking all of my, all of the gold? All of the 100 gold? Yeah, because I think we should take the 100 gold and go and get as many potions as we can. I mean, I could go with you. I, I just want somebody who doesn't have a negative modifier to go with you. I'll do it. Do you check your bottom? I have a plus one. The kitty's on the yeah. prowl to go get potions. Well, I don't, I don't know. Snow has a negative one in charisma. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think Snow should go. No. Briar, are you not charismatic? I'm at a solid zero. Oof, what a team. I didn't realize we were all, uh, super yeah, antisocial. I vote, but Demetari and Anox go and get the potions, because we have plus two and plus one, and that's the most charismatic in our party. I can do that. Yeah, so why don't we have... Everybody else stays with, um... 
Casimir, just to make sure no one decides to stab him while we're gone. And then um, Onox and Demetari go and get the potions and parchment. Because I think everybody else is good, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, I, I'll, I'll stay with uh, those of you. Uh, and where should we meet afterwards? Uh, I figure, you know, spend an hour or two um, getting these supplies and then we'll uh, head off, I think. I mean, we can stay here and they can come back here. We, we can enjoy breakfast, learn more about you. Mm, no, I think I'd like to head off. Um, Customer, you really need to wait f for our team to assemble. We are sending some out to get supplies, and they will bring the supplies back here. I suppose, but uh, when do we, you know, get on this quest and, and do all those things and, and whatnot? Soon. Very, very soon. We've, we've already lost a day. What's another half day? We haven't lost a day. Today was the first day. It should, should take a few hours, then we'll leave. Ah, oh, very well. He, uh, heads to just go sit in uh, one of the chairs in the downstairs area, kind of by the fire, and just sit in a corner and read, pull, pulls out a little book. Hey, Snow, you want me to take some of those spearheads, see if I can't offload them at an armor before, while I'm out? Sounds good. I really don't have a use for them. Okay. Uh, as Dimitari and I both leave, the first stop that I want to try to find is an armor or a weaponsmith. Uh, okay. Where are the rest of you guys going? Are, you, are all of you going to try to find people to sell things? I was going to stay at the tavern with Casimir and make sure he doesn't get stabbed. Yeah, there are assassins about. I think I'll hang I'm out too. the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Javid's going to uh, patrol outside. Okay. And uh, maybe spend a little time looking to see how the assassin got there, uh, since where he went proved unfruitful. Though I would like to run over to the Fletcher and get the four arrows that I've lost. Uh, if you want to roll, you could try to recover the arrows already. I don't know, I lost a couple at the, the airship. Oh, alright, yeah, that's a little, a little too far ago. Whenever you shoot arrows, you can, after a fight, roll to try to recover them. Word. That, that reminds me, uh, we should get some more arrows. I'm going to the armor anyway, I'll see if I can't pick up some. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, Javid is patrolling outside, and, uh, Azriel and Briar are staying with Casimir, and, uh, Demetari is going to, uh, she's procuring things for spells, I believe. Yeah, Demetari and Onox are gonna go together for shopping stuff. Okay. And Snow is also going shopping. 
All right. Can I get those of you who are doing shopping to give me uh, just a Either a persuasion check to talk to local people and figure out where you're going, uh, or a, probably a perception check. Your choice. Yeah, starting off right. We're just gonna get all the bad rolls out now. Sure, sure. All right, so you guys uh, depart the tavern. It's uh, it is a sunny midday. You guys kind of had to stay up late to finish your uh, attacks with the assassin and all the other stuff. So it's pretty much midday at this point. Uh, it's sun is shining through the trees far above you. And you can see a little bit better now that this, you know, it's daylight in uh, the town of North End. Uh, that it's, you know, this little kind of quaint little village. A bunch of these, like, multi-story homes constructed around the base of the big ash trees. Uh, there's people kind of pushing carts here and there. Um, as you guys are trying to, like, figure out where they're going, you kind of... Not quite sure. The signage isn't very good in town. Most of them are pointing you south. Um, but after about half an hour or so, through sheer luck, pretty much, you guys stumble upon a location sort of central to town. Uh, it is the marketplace, essentially. Uh, and there's the sounds of people and, and bustling and, like, chickens in, in cages and other people hawking their wares. Uh, a lot of fishermen. The market like runs next to the river. Uh, so you can kind of like look out over the water to the far side and like more of the trees that like grow up in that direction. And uh, on the water you can see like little fishermen casting out their lines. Uh, in town you guys do spot uh, you can kind of hear the clang, clang, and the of an arm. Approaching the uh, establishment, you can see that there's uh, a group of them. There's about three or four uh, metalsmiths in there who are working on some project. One of them is, appears to be kind of fiddling with some horseshoes. On the wall you can see there's a few like finished items, a few swords, a couple spearheads. I'm gonna flag one of them down. One of them comes over, he's kinda kinda young, you know, uh, fairly muscular from a guy who smashes metal all day and uh, runs the forges and stuff. He like wipes off a little bit of the grease off of his arms. What can I do for you? I've got two regular spears and uh, six spearheads, and I was wondering what I could get for them. Uh, I suppose we could take a look at them. Um, uh, mind if I uh, in inspect them a little bit? Uh, sure, go for it. I hand over the two spears that I got. 
is that he kind of starts turning one over and, and is investigating them a little bit. He's like, oh, these are good make. Where'd you get these? Found them in the woods. Make a deception check. I'm not lying. We did get them in the woods. You're lying by omission. Make a deception. Okay. Ah, lucky find, I suppose. Um, these are pretty good. I haven't seen any use. They look fresh. Uh, I'll buy both of them off you for one gold. And the six spearheads with it? I'll take, uh, I'll take those for another gold piece. Why don't we do one gold, five silver, and 40 arrows? Are you selling me 40 arrows? No, I want 40 arrows. So you... Uh... No. I'll say... One gold... And, uh... We'll call it straight for the arrowheads, and I'll give you 40 arrows. Alright, one gold and then 40 arrows. Sounds good. And he kind of heads over, and they start, you know, pulling out some arrows. They've got a big barrel of them, and he kind of wheels it over to you. As he's doing it, he kind of gestures to one of the other smiths. You see, it's like an apprentice who comes over and kind of, like, takes the spears off you and is, like, setting them down. He slides a gold piece across the table towards you and kind of gives you over the air. Alright, I toss Snow the arrows and say half of these are for Javid. He knows some too. He needed some too. Sounds good. See you guys back at the tavern. Alright, we'll see. And then uh, I'll look at the guy I was talking to and say, do you know where the apothecary's at in this town? Aye, there's one uh, kind of across the way. And he kind of gestures across, and you can see there's like a little uh, uh, kind of like central pagoda of sorts where there's some uh, people gathered around it, uh, listening to someone tell a story. And, and uh, across the way, you do see uh, what a, uh, a sign with like dangling from around it uh there's a symbol obviously representing some kind of magical vial and then a few like dried herbs and other things hanging from the side all right i'm gonna oh, i'm sorry go ahead uh being pretty bored in the armory i'm headed straight over once he says that all right now i'm gonna head over too Head over and kind of like opening the door, it's a little thing of the bell, and uh, inside it appears to be an herbalist. And uh, this kind of like older, uh, heavy set woman is sitting there, and she like hands over a little leather pouch to uh, a young woman, and she kind of heads out with you uh, as you pass. 
The woman says, uh, uh, welcome. How may I help you? Uh, yeah, I was looking for, uh, a few things, actually. Uh, didn't happen to know if I see that you have herbs, but do you carry any incense or charcoal as well? We do. We uh, feel much of the need for the travelers through North End uh, of those sorts of things. I don't... You strike me as adventuring types, and I'm afraid I don't carry much in the way of uh, uh, potions and, and the like of that. I have things that um, can perform some sort of facsimile of the sort, but uh, I don't have much in the way of it. Uh, apologies. I understand. Um, I'd love to buy the wares you do have, but is there anyone in town that does sell those types of potions? Uh, I can provide you with um, certain herbs and, and other things that might pass for it, but that's about it. There's, uh, You'd have to go to some of the larger cities. I hear there's uh, uh, an alchemist in uh, Toravir Deep who is, is quite well-renowned amongst the people who live there, but I have not been myself. Do you have anything that'll help stop our friends from dying, if that so be the case? Oh, yes, I do have things like that. Uh, we have our own issues here in North End, and I get a lot of business, unfortunately. Um, how much... What What exactly uh, would you like? Because uh, in terms of such things, I can provide you a few of them. Um, it won't... It'll function well enough, I suppose. Um, uh, so she is offering specifically, mechanically. Um, she can sell you the alchemical supplies to craft a potion of Okay, but she doesn't have anything that'll, like, stabilize people like free herbs to like free stay like blood clot to like stabilize someone on the ground um she could sell you something like that that would be consumed on you um for pretty cheap probably five silver uh and it would give you uh advantage on medicine checks to stabilize someone are you talking about a healer's kit uh it would i'm pretty sure it would function like a healer's kit i gotta check on what the price is yeah it would be cause... cheaper than a healer's kit Azrael has a healer's kit, just so you know. Yeah, so it would be five silver, but it would be consumed on use, and it would just gives you advantage on stabilizing someone. Alright, let me let me get six gold worth of that blood clot. Basically the stabilization stuff. Got it. Alright, she's able to sell that to you. How many is that? Uh, that would be 12. Um. I look at Dimitari. Do you think Azriel is going to have too much of a problem if I get components to make potion? Well, considering we can't buy any, I think this is our best chance, best option. Okay. I'm going to look at the lady and say, uh, let me get uh, 25 gold worth of the components to make potions of healing. Unfortunately, that would only get you one. Um, it's a bit difficult to acquire all of the pieces. 
I understand. I just I just want enough to make one for right now. Very well. And she hands it over to you, and it's you know a little pouch, and inside of it, it's bound up all of the the various things and, and kind of like smaller bundles. Um, do you know uh, what to do with this? Yeah, I I know what I'm looking at. Where do you where do you normally get these? Do you normally get them um, shipped in, or do you find them out in the local areas? Oh, I have this one specifically. I have shipped in. I know of a, a few uh, rangers who travel out. Uh, into the windless wood who acquire these things for me. Okay. Uh, is there any way that you could reach out to your to the alchemists in Torver Deep to see if they couldn't ship in a couple of potions in case we come back through here? Um, I could do that. Uh, if you left a deposit, I could make sure that they were here for you. Uh, the turnaround might be a few weeks, but yes, I could do that. What kind of deposit are you looking for? Um... I would say half the price. So another 25 gold, I could make sure you had uh, one of them waiting here for you. Um, I am capable of constructing one. It might take around the same amount of time. Um, if you just wanted to um, pay the 50 gold, then I would be absolutely certain that there was one. I can give you... Tw How about I give you half up front? I'll give you 25 to craft the potion, and we'll pay you when we get back. Just, well. just a note... Um, we're only four days from Tovar Deep, and we don't know we're coming back here. I don't know that. Yeah, I was gonna ask when, like, if I would know how far Torvir Deep was. Uh, yeah, you would. It's pretty close. I, okay, yeah, so I'm also a little nervous about, um, paying this up front, because we really don't know if we're going to be back here. Um, so I think the best bet, because I'm not quite sure which way we're going to be going, but it might be better to just wait till we can get to a bigger city for now, just because we don't have the whole party here to drop that much gold for something that may not be a for sure thing. Alright. Sorry, I guess well, I'll take the one, I'll take the 25 gold worth of components, and if we have time, I'll make it myself. Very well. Here you go. She's uh, already uh, handed it over to you. Um, and I was looking to get some parchment as well. Absolutely. I, I do carry some of that. She's, uh, how much would you like? Um, I would say maybe ten sheets. I would consider myself a, uh, a novice at trying to learn some cartography skills, so. Very well. Ten sheets here. She kind of goes into the, like, one corner and, like, lifts some stuff up and pulls out the sheets and sets them out on the table. Um, what else can I do for you? You said you wanted uh, charcoal and some other things. Uh, just give me a moment. And she kind of shuffles around a few things and produces uh, another small little sack bound up. And inside of it, you can see little black lumps of charcoal. Okay. I do need about ten gold worth of all of that. So... This should be about enough. Okay. She's kind of how, producing it all for you. How much is the parchment? Um, what is? What are you trying to use it for specifically? Is it for anything that like requires uh, a value? No, I'm, I'm just trying to learn how to draw maps. Ah, uh, the parchment. Uh, this is well crafted. Uh, might run you about five silver. 
Okay, and I'll look at uh, Onox to give her that, uh, as I'm pulling ten of my own gold out for um, the incense and things. Anything else for you? Uh, I think that'll do it. Thank you for your time. Have a, uh, have a good trip. I assume you're off uh, somewhere adventuring. Good luck. Oh, and uh, we, we didn't catch your name. My name is uh, Deltheris, and I, uh, this is my... This is my uh, herbalists. Well, very nice meeting you, Deltheris. Hopefully we'll see you again. Oh, I would very much wish that. Just, just aside, so how much were the blood clots in total? Uh, six gold. We have 69 gold remaining out of the 100. Okay, thank you. Nice. Nice. Not that it was calculated or coordinated or anything. Alright, uh, um, Javid, can I get a perception check from you? The ground is... Actually, what are you looking for exactly? So are you looking for, like, tracks up to the building? Or are you trying to figure out, like, where he got onto the roof? Or, or what are you looking for specifically? Um, both. Actually, um, uh, I would first look for uh, tracks similar to the ones that I, I tracked out of town, um, indicating which direction the... the uh, assassin came in from and then uh, actually not not so much uh how the assassin got up on the roof because i assume that that's uh tricks of the trade for sneaky assassin types and uh not really critical okay uh go ahead and give me a survival check to figure out how he got on the roof. All right. It is, the ground is still muddy along all of the paths. Uh, it's sunny now and it's kind of starting to um, solidify a little bit, but it's, you know, a, a chilly fall day. Uh, there's, it's really tough to say like what tracks belong to what individual. It's almost impossible. There's all kinds of them. As you, like, skirt the uh, border of it, you can find a few spots where, like, you can tell someone has, has come outside and then walked around the tree. Um, you can find a, a few other locations where someone might have uh, walked here last night at some point. Uh, but none of them are super obvious that this is how someone approached in, like, a clandestine type and uh, inconspicuous way uh, to get up there. Now, would I, I uh, if I saw them, be able to distinguish the assassin's footprints from... No. It's, it's normal-sized feet, humanoid, roughly. Uh, their, their soles didn't have any, like, unusual track marks. 
as far as you know, it was just some kind of bipedal creature, just like everybody else, pretty much. I had one more thing I just remembered I wanted to do. I walked back into the apothecary and asked her if she has any, like, map paper. Like, specifically map-sized paper, not just normal parchment. I'm sorry, I, I don't typically carry anything quite like that. Uh, do you know There's who would around? Scriveners, uh, but welcome to try with them. Okay. Uh, I... Go ahead. No, you can finish. Uh, I'm gonna go up to Dimitar and be like, I got one more thing I want to do. I don't know if you want to head back or what have you, but I gotta go get something real quick. Uh, actually, there is a something I did forget as well, and I turned back to the shopkeep. So I have a couple friends that um, one really likes to cook, and the other loves spice. Do you happen to carry anything like that? Oh, I certainly do. Um, here, try some of these. And uh, she starts pulling out these like little like orange and red peppers from like one of the drawers. And she's like, um, careful handling them. Don't touch your face afterwards. You can have these four, and she gives you four of these, you know, like, large, um, little, like, thin peppers. Um, you can just have them. These are on the house. Oh, how gracious of you. Do you have any, like, uh, seasonings that might spice up some food? Um, don't necessarily have anything quite like that, unfortunately. Um, if you take these and remove the seeds and and uh, grind them up, they definitely add um, a fair bit of flavor to things. Okay, well thank you very much, that was so awesome. Have a good day. You as well, and we'll leave for good this time. So while she was talking, I went ahead and jetted. Like, I'm trying to get out of here without Demitari. Alright, as soon as you leave Demitari, you step outside and Onox is not there. Somebody kind of like walks in front of you, excuse me. And it's, you know, there's a big old crowd in the marketplace and not there to be found. Um, and he, okay. Is the person that is uh, like singing still in the, in the market? Uh, there wasn't anybody singing. Um, there is a, a fellow kind of in the middle on a pedestal who's like, kind of like, uh, as you guys walk past, seems to be like telling some kind of a, a story, basically. Well, uh, I trust that he's gonna come back, so for now, I'm just going to, uh, listen. Alright, I'm going to the Scriveners, and I'm trying to buy three map-sized pieces of parchment, but they're blank. The Scriveners is another kind of similar establishment here on the market. The market's kind of this big, like, uh, semicircle um, pointed out towards uh, the wide river. And you're kind of, you kind of go to a point on the other far side, close to where the blacksmith uh, They do have um, some large, you know, like, three foot by two foot, like, big rolls of parchment, uh, but they are not cheap. How much is one of them? Uh, one of them's gonna run you about a silver. 
Yeah, I want three of them. Okay, I'm gonna exit the Scriveners, I'm gonna roll them up as they're like being used, and then I'm going to immediately spike them into the mud and dirty them up on the outside and then lash them together on my back. Okay. Like you can like see the scrolls, but they look, I'm basically what I'm trying to do is make them look like they're not brand new, like they've been used. Okay, just give me a... Just give me a dexterity check. I would love for the person to have just sold him that to be able to witness this. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not hiding it. You walk right out the door, just spike them into the mud, and just like kind of like roll them up, get them, pick them back up, and like slide the mud off so they look used and dirty and a little worn. Uh, and like you know, you can hear from inside, what the f what the hell? Those scriveners are like. Through like the glass panes, you can see like two of them are pointing at you. Uh, but they look, you know, worn and, and authentic, uh, rolled up scrolls. Um, otherwise, on the inside, still in good condition. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna put them on my like in my pack, but like sticking out, like they're pretty obvious. And then as I walk back through the marketplace, I'm gonna watch for anybody clocking what's poking out of my shoulders. All right. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check for that. Uh, all right. Briar and uh, Azrael in the establishment. Um, uh, there, kind of, he's reading his book quietly by himself, and then he just kind of, you know, almost like slams it shut. He's like, well, um... This has probably been about enough time. You know, we've been sitting here for maybe an hour or so, an hour and a half. Um, I would love to see a little bit more of the city, so um, would you two Stay. care to join me? Oh, no, I I couldn't terribly, you know. I, I'm here seeing so much of the world. Um, you two are here to protect me. We'll be, uh, we'll be fine. I'll um, even let you hold on to the map since that seemed like a good idea last night. Uh, I should still have them. Oh, yeah. I'm also a little stir crazy. Can we go, please? Stay for like here. The little one, uh, that's a two for one vote. I think we will head out. And he kind of stands up and like lifts his back. I will back push up. him back into the chair. Uh, okay. Give me a athletics check. Unfortunately, he rolled a nat 20. Well, so did I. <laughs> but his nat 20 is a, a plus 2 modifier. That negative 1 is really getting you on this one. As you kind of, like, go, he just kind of, like, whoop, out of the way, and you're, like, you, like, grab him, and he just kind of, like, ducks under you really quick, and is, like, bobbing towards the door, and then he puts, like, briar between the two. He's like, I think, uh, I think this, this is our sign. Uh, we should head out. Um, hurry up, Ezreal. I assume you've grabbed all your stuff. Um, I'm not gonna let him get out of 
He's like, he's kind of like moving quickly through the door. He's like, quickly, Briar, let's go. I can do this. Come on. Can I like, like, try to like, you know, kind of parkour around the wall and like jump in front of him and like just physically be in front of the door and be like, we're staying. Uh, sure. Give me an acrobatics check. And that's when Snow opens the door. <laughs> Alright, yeah, you're able to just, like, like slide over one table. Uh, just, like, somebody's, like, lifting up their drink, and you just, like, barely dodge it. And he's like, hey! And you so, get in front of the, the door. Casimir's there. The manacles, can I, like, put one on him and then the other on, like, um, a radiator or something like that? Uh, you can certainly try. Uh, as you like, stop in front of them, he says, uh, Briar, quick, there's a back door. We'll go that way. And uh, the door behind you opens and, and Snow is standing in the doorway. What's going on in here? She's gone crazy. She's trying to uh, take prisoners or something. Quick, let's go to the market. They're trying to leave. We should stay. Uh, drinks are on me at the market if we all go. I just came from the market. The ale is better here. Well, I'd like to find out for myself. Oh. Yeah, I want to. I really do want to try to attempt to put the manacles on him and the other half on a radiator. Why is this happening? We just want a breath of air. Oh my god. Just want to be free. Free, didn't you? I hired you to be my bodyguards, not to hold me prisoner. And what... What what exactly do you think happened last night? Well, you saved my life and all that. Um, which I'm very much appreciative for, and I trust in your skills to do it again at the market. Uh, you are aware that he got away, right? Yes, and that's why I said, you know, I trust you to do it again and at the market. He would never be so brazen to attack in broad daylight. We should be all set. You're an idiot. We'll be with him. Come on. We're fine. In fact, the rest of them are there. Couldn't be safer. We'll grab Javid on the way. We'll all go have some lunch. No. All right. Uh, why do you want to sit in this stuffy hotel so bad? It's safe. Yes, safe and isn't fun, you know. Uh, go ahead and give me an. Would it be acrobatics to like try um, to put the bottom? It would. It, it'll be athletics because you kind of have to. You're basically trying to grapple him so that you can apply the manacles to him. I, mean, I feel like it's acrobatics because I'm like trying to like sneak them on him. I'm not trying to brute force. I'm trying to be like trying to, because they're not really they're not hard to put on. It's just you have to get them to his arm. I mean, he's squirrely. You kind of have to, like, grab him and hold him down in order to... I don't, I don't feel like I have to hold him down. I feel like I just need to, like, you know, be kind of flexible and able to snap them on him. If we go to the market, I'm carrying the maps. We'll not leave them unattended. Cemetery has the I maps. have the maps. Oh, she does. On her. Oh. 
Well, then we should go to the market and protect the maps. See, exactly. Um, yes, agreed. Let's do this. I do think it would still be an athletics check to try to get the manacles on. Eleven. He rolled a twelve. That minus one is really getting you. I know. I'm not very strong. I'm I'm flexible, not strong. Alright. He's like, kind of like ducks out of the way really quick and and is like going for the door. He's like, quick snow, defend me at the market. Fears are on me. I just shrug and follow him out. Alright. As soon as he like gets through the door, he's like, Javid, quick to the market. He's just like shouting it. I'm gonna keep chasing him and like try to like kind of like just tackle him at this point. He is just like he's like hoofing it. All right, well I'll follow him. Uh, what's your constitution modifier? Just so I'm, I'm curious. Uh, it's so my constitution's fourteen, so the modifier is plus two. Okay. His con is not quite that. Uh, Javid, as you're there, kind of like investigating and, and checking things around the house, you suddenly hear, Javid, quick to the market! Alright. So I will stop my <laughs> patrol around the tavern and uh, double time over to where it looks like we've got an expedition to the market. Uh, I'm going to fall in at the uh, four and uh, keep an eye out for assassins and other ne'er-do-wells who might mean Casimir uh, harm. Eh. Um, As we're chasing after him, I'm going to just shove half of the arrows into his arms. You're like, here you go. Can I take my rope and try to make it into like, you know how you like lasso like a pig? Uh, you can, I, yes, you can definitely try. I want to try that. Okay. Uh, go ahead and just give me a sleight of hand check. So you are like trying to run behind him and you're able to keep up because you are technically faster than him. Uh, but it is like you're trying to like hastily tie this knot and like get it kind of in a position to kind of like wrangle him. And he is strategically kind of like trying to get Javid and like the rest of them, like putting them between you so that you can't get at him. And you know, Playing like keep away almost. Uh, Azrael, you're making quite a, a show. Uh, why don't we try to keep a lower profile? That's what I'm doing. Javi's making a good point. You are not. <laughs> this this is all. If we had never left the tavern, we would have a very low profile. Right, but now you've left the tavern, and, and now you've drawn attention. Quick, everyone, keep running. There's beers and food at the other end of this. I'm going to swing back by the apothecary to see if um, 
Demetari is still there, and then I'm going to head back to the tavern, like, okay. keeping an eye out, too. I rolled a 15 on the perception. All right, you uh, kind of swing around to the far side, approaching the apothecary. Uh, you don't see her through the windows, but uh, amongst the crowd, um, standing there listening to a fellow, you spot Dimitari uh, kind of standing there underneath him. Uh, as you approach, you can see, hear that he is uh, apparently regaling them with tales of uh, adventure and daring do by various adventurers uh, far to the north and west. Weird, Anox, how I was totally willing to follow you back in there, and uh, once I had some shopping to do, you disappeared. I told you I was going, but I came back. Everything's fine. Do you want to tell me what you so desperately needed to get? No. Do I notice that he has maps now in his backpack that he didn't have before? Uh, definitely. They're very obvious. Intentionally so, I believe, is what you said. I lean around him, because I'm assuming he's much more massive than me, um, and very pointedly look at the maps and go, Yeah, okay. Back to the tavern, then, and find the rest of the people so we can get going. I'm listening to uh, Onox's maps resemble Demetari's. Um, I don't think... Oh. I would say from... You guys saw the maps that uh, Demetari took from Casimir last night. Uh, his are dirtier. His are much dirtier. Uh, because Casimir's maps have been you know, in his possession within a scroll case for years at this point, probably. Um, so they are pretty good condition. And Onox's are freshly muddied? Freshly muddied. I mean, he did a good job of, like, cleaning them off, so they're still, they would still be usable. You could still put a map on them if you really wanted to. Um, but, yeah, they don't, they look like dirty maps that someone tossed in the mud, basically. Someone's been using the maps that Onyx has. I was under the impression that mine weren't that visible. Is that possible? Uh, yeah, yours would be able to fit securely within your bag. So if you have a backpack, then they're hidden. Okay, alright, yeah, I have a backpack. Alright, um... At this point, you guys kind of like come around a house, close over the hill, and you can see uh, the market in front of you. And uh, Casimir's, he kind of like slows down a little bit. He's like breathing heavily. He's, see, we made it. We're safe so far. I've gotten all of you. I only need to get the other two. And then, um, you know, we'll uh, grab a meal and then uh, head off towards uh, the mountains. We already ate. We'll leave. No, we'll, I mean, I had like a snack, you know, like two hours ago. I just ran, you know, I'm ready for some more. Uh, I'm curious to see a little bit of the town. I've never been this far east, so, or west, I should say. She just kind of stares at him, like, very intently, like, in that, like, kind of creepy, like, just stares at him. I find that terribly off-putting, but we shall continue. Uh, excellent hires so far. I remain living. 
but follow me, everyone. And he just kind of like, you know, starts bopping down towards the uh, market. As they're kind of like coming down into the opening, Onox and uh, Demitari, you kind of see the rest of the party approaching. Oh, we were just coming to find you. Headed back to the marketplace? Casimir wanted uh, like to eat before we hit the road. Had to uh, stretch my legs and all that. All right. And uh, he's quite insistent that we do that. So um, I suggest we uh, stay tight, uh, keep him in the middle of us, uh, and an eye out for flying daggers of psychic damage. And uh, wrap up our business and get out of town as soon as we can. Indeed. Uh, you all keep an eye out for, you know, assassins and whatnot. Uh, I will keep an eye out for some sandwiches and drinks. I hand uh, Casimir this pouch with 69 gold in it. Um, that is, uh, I'm considering that part of uh, a per diem for you. You're welcome to keep it. Oh, thanks, bud. Because, you know, if you give it back to me, then the next time I'll only give you 31 gold, so... So I turn around and hand it to Azriel and say, Party fund? Question mark? Party fund. Did you acquire healing potions? No, they don't make those here. The closest place they make them is Torbeard Deep, but I did get components for me to make one, but that's basically all they had. Oh, and I got this, and I hand everybody two uses of the powder. I say, these will help keep someone alive if they decide to go down. Oh, and guess what I got? And I pull out the peppers. <sighs> <laughs> No, she just, she just kind of just you see a smile crack. Those are good. So I this is what I was thinking. Maybe you use the seeds because they're the spiciest part, right? And then Briar, the shopkeep told me what I could do in order to make this a nice little seasoning for your food. Ooh, thank you. And then I'll turn to Casimir and say. Also got parchment, so no backing out on you teaching me how to make those beautiful maps of yours. Absolutely, absolutely. I plan on, uh, we will certainly take some time. Uh, we might be a little slow going on our travels, but we will stop and uh, record everything that we locate. Well, I hope to be a quick learner. And if we locate sandwiches, uh, I'll have corned beef. Uh, excellent. And the, as you guys are walking, um, so anyone who's keeping an eye out, can I get you guys to... Uh, give me some perception checks. Alright. Uh, so, to varying degrees of um, care, you guys are kind of scanning the crowd. Uh, you get a pretty good idea of uh, who's here um, and what they're up to, and, and for the most part, from what you guys can tell, it's just a bunch of, you know, locals and villagers, uh, occasional traveling folk. Uh, there's a few guards kind of here or there, they're just guys in, like, leather armor, leaning on a spear, just kind of uh, talking to each other. Um, there aren't many of them, it's um, just a quiet little kind of um, town village, pretty much. 
Casimir steps up to uh, one of the establishments that is um, selling little sandwiches. And, uh, any other requests uh, for anything? We've got, uh, was it a corned beef? Uh, what would the rest of you like? Asriel, anything? Continue to just stare at him in a very angry, creepy stare. All right. I'll steak and cheese. Steak and cheese. That sounds good. I think I'll have same. the same. All right. Three steaks and cheeses. Uh, Briar, anything? You're not a um, beacon, are you? I swear that's a thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, one for me, too. All right. Uh, what is that? Four steaks and cheeses. Demitari? Uh, I'd say anything with a good crunch. All right, crunch. Uh, I'll get you, I'll get you some. Any, uh, Steak and cheese with onions? That has a crunch. That's got a crunch. Any uh, heads inside to, uh, not really inside, it's just kind of an, uh, an open window, and he kind of starts placing an order for you guys. Uh, Demetari and Javid. As you guys are kind of scanning the horizon, the crowd, the uh, trunks of the trees above you guys, there's probably about three of them um, at the uh, 45, the 90, and the 135 degree position relative to the river. Uh, you guys can see across about 50 yards from the shore, there is this like little island over there, and there's a few kids playing on it. Does it look like they're playing anything in particular? Uh, they're just kind of like climbing up onto it and jumping into the water. Uh, there's uh, some of their friends appear to be on a boat next to them. My, doesn't that look fun? They look like they're having a good time. And I'll resume scanning the, the uh, crowd and surroundings. Alright. A couple minutes later, Casimir kind of from the window collects all the steak and cheeses and steak and cheese and onions and corned beef, and he hands one to um, pretty much each one of you. And he's uh, also collecting from the window. He kept, collects these little uh, cups of uh, ale and, and hands them out to you. All right, see, uh, you know, told you it was on me. It was kind of a late lunch for everyone. Um, eat up, drink well, all that stuff will uh, get cracking. It's a good day to uh, walk out up into the mountains and, and that whatnot. I'm going to take my sandwich and go sit next to where those kids are, trying to figure out what this game is. Uh, they're 50 yards from shore, so you can, can see them from uh, the water line. But they're not close. Okay, well, I'm still gonna watch him. Okay. I am going to send Wanda over there um, to basically engage in play and like splash around a little bit, like splash water on him and fly away and go back. Uh, as you guys are doing this, Casimir kind of follows you over to the edge of the water and 
uh, sits down on a bench and just kind of is eating a sandwich and finishing off his little uh, cup of ale. Um, are you, you're just not watching through the uh, Wanda's eyes, you're just sending Wanda over there? Yeah, no, I'm not watching through her eyes. You guys kind of about to finish your sandwiches off. You suddenly notice that the kids kind of like all of them jump off of the little island and start swimming as fast as they can over to the little boat. As soon as Wanda gets over there? Uh, maybe it's a couple minutes after that. Like Wanda goes over there and is able to play with them for a minute and they kind of splash water back on Wanda. But... Um, as soon as you guys are kind of finishing your sandwiches, so it's been a little bit, uh, they are swimming back to their boat as fast as they can. Can I look and see if I see anything in the water? Uh, the 20 perception check. What you can see, and those of you who are a little bit more eagle-eyed, so, uh, Azriel, Javid, Demetari, and Snow... It looks like there are ripples coming off from the island. Um, I'm gonna ask Wanda if she's seen anything. Uh, is Wanda able- Wanda doesn't speak any languages. Um, we telepathically speak to each other, as long as she's within a hundred yards, I believe. hundred feet, not yards. So there are ripples emanating from the island? And the, they're forming a, a V pointed towards shore? It's just like a little ring around the island. So the, the island itself is getting off the, the ripples? Correct. Um, Wanda is able to communicate to you that. The island appears to be moving. There's little bubbles that start to come up around the edge of it. Well, uh, guys, Wanda seems to believe that the island is moving. We should leave. Well, yep, that makes me nervous. Let's leave. Yeah, well, we do the kids know. seem like they're going to get to their boat safely? They are, like, hurriedly rowing back to shore. And you guys see the island starts moving towards shore. Does that sound familiar to me? Um, like, does this make sense to me? Like, would I know anything like this? Or me? Make a... Let me check something, actually. Okay. Wait, Let's... check, and we can help you. No. This might semi-familiar to some of them. I will say that Onox, that so uh, can I get all of you to give me history checks? And then I'll say Onox, you can do the band. 
Okay. As the island starts to move closer and it's like rising out of the water, uh, Azriel, Demitar, Onox, and Javid, you guys recognize that this is not an island. It is actually one of ancient war machines left behind the Colossuses scattered across the landscape. It, as you guys are watching this as well, like a bunch of villagers have suddenly begun to gather by the water. And they're kind of like hurriedly talking to each other and like nervously pointing and like it's like I, I will shout out to get everybody's attention. It's a war machine. Get away from it. Everybody get away as far as you can. So, do we know how dangerous this is? As in, like, it can get up out of the water and walk onto the the land? Uh, I'll say that you and Javid probably have have heard tales of how, like, these things were once numerous, exceptionally dangerous. Like, uh, pretty much nothing could stand in their way except for another one of these creatures. They were designed to kill dragons, pretty much. Um, and it's like lumbering towards shore. What you guys can see is it's not walking directly at you guys. It's kind of walking in what would be more of a uh, heading more east from you guys. So it's like going to like hit the the eastern edge of like the semicircle of the market. Um, headed towards what would be more like Torvir Deep and Ficaron and, and those other locations further that direction. And that's, so it's going east, right? We, to leave town, we would go west? You guys west? Would go north. Pretty much north. north, okay. Okay. Yeah. I want to see I in that direction uh, away from it. I'm going to grab Casimir uh, uh, and say, Oop, time to go and start pulling it with me as fast as his little legs will go uh, west as far up, uh, away from the direction that the machine's going. We need to go north, though. We need to get away from this thing. We should go northwest. Ah, meanwhile, we I should have no idea what that is. And I'm distance from ourselves uh, and that. Uh, I think due away from it is our best course of action, and we can turn north when north presents itself. As you guys are debating this, the thing is now, like, probably three-quarters of the way out of the water, and it just, Oh, like, we're moving. I, th I thought we were moving at I this mean, point. You guys are kind of, like, moving with the crowd. There's a whole bunch of people. They're starting to, like, shout and, and yell. Uh, it is most of the way out of the water. You can see it's these, like, big, smooth plates of metal that are now, like, rusted over and, like, fused shut. It has this huge skirt of like um, green growth, like dangling from it, pretty much, where it looks more like uh, some kind of like giant uh, moss monster, but like poking out from underneath it, you can see like you know jagged edges and other things, like the metal construction of the um, creature. Just as you guys get to the kind of like northwestern side of the village. You see it just like slams into the building on the most southern side and just is like trying to step through it. And then it's like torso 
slams into the tree and just starts like ripping chunks out of it and the tree starts to kind of like dangle towards the market and there's like people running around all underneath it then are freaking out was it within 20 feet of me at any point mm, no i think you guys kept it clear long enough I'm going to break away and try to get that close, but definitely not in its path. Okay. Um, so as you can see now, it is like, it is like at the tree trying to walk, but it is not making any attempt to like go around the tree. So it's kind of just pushing it down. And it's, you know, this massive, like, you know, hundred foot tall, 10 foot diameter trunk that's like starting to collapse towards the marketplace uh what are you guys doing like, other than just running i'm actually I'm gonna go to look at it pull, uh <laughs> casimir uh along with me as fast as we can go uh and get as far away from as possible from the war turtle okay as he's running, Casimir's kind of, like, pointing back towards the tree that's starting to, like, you can see it's, like, cracking and, like, uh, shredding at its base. Casimir's like, don't you think we should uh, get some of the people out of the way of the tree? As he's, like, he's, like, half running, looking backwards. And... So, can I assist Jez, um, Jezavid in, like, can I, like, so I have, I can... Uh, I don't know if I'd have time to cast guidance or not, but I want to like kind of help him, like pick up, like he can grab his arms and grab his feet, and we can just like run together. Sure, you guys. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to give me uh, athletics checks, uh, one of you with advantage or both of you straight rolls to just pick up Kizimir and keep running. Javi, how's your athletics? Uh, plus two. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna help so he can get advantage. Okay. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? So Demetari and Briar, you guys are getting close to the Colossus. Yeah, when I get within twenty feet, I'm going to attempt to mind link with this creature. Okay. Um, what is that? Um, you can speak telepathically to any creature you can see within 20 feet. You don't need to share a language with the creature for it to understand, but the creature must be able to understand at least one language. Um, and then as an action, when I'm speaking telepathically to it, uh, it gives that creature the ability to speak back to me for the next hour or until I end the effect. Alright. Uh, and Briar, you're just, like, getting close to look at it. Oh yeah, this thing's crazy looking. I'm gonna go look at it. Slash, if I notice that there's a lot of people in the um, I'm probably gonna help. Yeah, as soon as those two broke and went back towards it, I'm going back to, like, help start clearing people. Okay. Alright, so, uh, Briar, can I get a, just a perception check from you, just to kind of look at the creature a little bit more closely? Uh, and then... If you want to go ahead and give me a, um, we'll say performance check. 
to kind of like start corralling people and like getting them to like follow you out of the way of the tree. Um, Might be chasing after Onyx. Okay, are you assisting him with that? Yes. Alright, if you want to go ahead and either Onyx can roll again or you can just also roll a performance check. Well, we both have a negative one, right? Uh, no, I have a plus four. Oh yeah, I'm gonna help him, for okay. sure. The roll wasn't much better, homie. <laughs> it's okay. Um, the crowd is in disarray and they're willing to look to anybody for help. The guards are just like staring up at it like spears kind of like they're like following along behind it like they want to attack it but they really have no idea how to go about doing that uh, so i'm not trying to get people to like outrun the length of it i'm trying to direct them like perpendicular to it so they can like actually yeah. get out from under it yeah we're not uh, we're not playing what is it the the alien uh movie you're not trying to just like run along the length of it uh Briar and uh, Demetari. As you guys get closer to it, you can see it's these huge, like, kind of, like, underneath the rust and the, like, growing, like, plant matter. You can see it's this, like, bright, shimmering metal on the spots that is unmarred. The creature has huge, like, you know, oak tree-sized arms. Uh, and all manner of, of other things on it. You can see there's, like, spots where it has, like, eyes and a mouth. Uh, but Timotari, as you approach, this thing does not have a mind. It is incapable of communication or thought of any kind. Bummer. Uh, and in fact... Okay, yeah. So... You can, you can tell that this thing does not understand any languages, and that it is not really a creature, it is um, more of a construct. So what what direction is the tree like leaning towards? Uh, the tree is falling kind of like northwest, basically like across the length of the marketplace. Okay, so it's not going to hit like anything important like buildings or anything? Oh, it's going to hit buildings. Definitely. Uh, it is, is like there falling any... across the buildings into the market. Uh, it, you said right now it's just leaning. Correct. Right? But it is like, you can see like, you know, little like splinters shoot out where like a little section of wood just like gives out and just like just falls a little bit more. Oof. How fast is it moving? Uh, the Colossus is stuck. It is just like walking into the tree and kind of pushing it down. I'm going to try to climb it. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me an athletics or acrobatics check. Your choice. Alright, you approach one of the feet as it like lifts up and then slams into the ground and like leap onto it, grabbing onto like this like uh, slimy, muddy, like uh, sea grass that's kind of like grown onto it and you just like grab a handful and then start kind of like pulling yourself up uh it is very slimy and tough to climb briar could you fly up and help make sure i don't fall off this thing i'm going to see if i can't uh obstruct its vision somehow oh uh, sure but i don't know that it can actually see anything anyway it's not really <laughs> veering one way or the other it... <laughs> 
But yeah, sure, let's do this. You said it had eyes, right? Um, it has glowing, it has what would be considered a face, but it's just like two like glowing little lights in its face. Okay, I'm going to assume it can see through those. Okay, I know just about you do, as much as you do, so let's, uh, let's do this. So yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna get to the head, and let me know if I can, and do get there. Alright. Can I, like, kind of haphazardly drag her up it? Yeah, you can, uh, just give me an athletics check. You can probably, you're so strong, you can probably just lift, lift her up to the top. Okay, let's go. Uh, Thanks for the assist. Azriel and, uh, Javi, the two of you just, like, you kind of, like, assist in, like, slinging, uh, Casimir onto uh, Javid's shoulder and like you're grabbing his legs so he's just kind of like holding on like a little backpack as you're like running the two of you you like clear a couple of houses and you guys can see now that you're uh, pretty much a, a solid enough distance that the the thing is far enough away that you can still see it but you know not so not so close that you're at any more imminent danger all right. Well, as soon as we seem to be uh, out of range of uh, falling trees and buildings and stomping colossus eye, uh, I'll uh, stop and, and uh, say, Azrael, we need to make sure that this wasn't a distraction. Uh, you know, I, I feel for the people of, of the, the town, but we've got a, a, uh, a priority. Agreed. Make And, um, Casimir's still on your back, right? Like, we're not letting him down? Yeah, he's just hanging on. He's, like, kind of, yeah. like, as you guys turn, he's kind of, like, looking over, just, like, watching the... everything transpire in the marketplace. And can we see any of our party, or have they just, like, disappeared at this point? Yeah, it's a big throng of people. There's... it's hard to spot anyway. You guys are kind of, you know, you're close enough that you can still see the Colossus, because it's massive. Um, but individuals in the crowd you can't really make them out um you might you might be able to spot like at the distance like a little fluttering speck as briar like grabs dimitari by her shoulders and like up on top of the thing and you guys are like at its face trying to figure out what's going on. uh onyx and uh snow the two of you are like kind of like you know shouting at the the people and like a group of about 10 or 15 of them kind of like stop in front of you and they're like waiting for you to tell them where to go and scream right in their right in their faces why are you stopping go and they all just like point perpendicular to the tree obviously they all start like clearing it out you see uh one of them is like uh in the house like almost underneath the base of the tree as it's falling um, there's like a little shop there. He's like, "There's people trapped trapped inside. Help!" I'm, like, I'm running into it. All right. Uh, can I get you, Jesus, to give me a uh, athletics check? How are they trapped? Is it like under stuff? Is it like behind closed doors that have shifted? Uh, it is. As you kind of run inside and like up a few stairs, 
you can hear like pounding on a door and there's a guy like trying to open it and it seems like the house is like compressed slightly where like the tree is sort of pushing it down so the door no longer fits in its frame and you like can't open it i'm gonna throw him to the side and cast thunderclap okay at the door all right so i basically rub my hands together and then clap right in front of the door and it just like loud piercing boom noise All right. with that like explosion the door kind of just like opens you know a few inches enough to where like you think you could force it the rest of the way there's like you can hear a few people like help us on the inside yeah, this is Sparta kick that bitch in alright uh, yeah go ahead and give me an athletics check I'll say with advantage, because you've kind of... The door is pre-opened. Alright. You just, like, plant the, the heel of your uh, paw into it, and the door kind of, like, cracks open, and the two people behind it, like, step back a little bit, and then they just start, like, running out. And the guy kind of, like, turns... The one who was trying to open the door is, like, stood behind you. Is, Oh, thank you, and he, like, runs out with that. Uh, yell, is there anyone else? No, that's it. There's only people yeah, in here. I'm turning and burning. Uh, is there any... If there's anything that I see on the way out that's, like, exceptionally valuable, I'm gonna, like, snag it for them. Like, I'm not, think, I'm not thinking of me. I'm, like, trying to get their shit out for them as I'm running out. Of course, of course. Um... Anything that's like, like, there's a vase, that might be important, and I like... There's, uh, as you're, you're heading out, there's like a nice painting on the wall, basically. It, it's, uh, it appears to be someone, like, went to the far side of the river and painted the little marketplace. And you yeah, can I'm see snagging that and bringing with it. On the painting, you can see the little island in the middle of the, the river. As we get clear of the building, I'm going to hand it back to the guy and be like, I know it's a little awkward because it's got the island that's no longer there, but uh, I saved it for you. As he, like, you guys have kind of, like, moved to one side uh, out of the, the danger, basically. He's, um, thank you. This was painted by my grandfather. And he kind of tucks it under his arm. You're welcome. Now get. It keeps running. Uh, Briar and Demetari. The two of you are kind of, like, you know, wings in front of, like, the face of the thing, and, like, the tree is, like, sliding into it and, like, pushing on it, and the mud and muck is just kind of, uh, sloughing off from it, and, like, where it's, like, abraded on the tree, you can see it's, like, revealed now, and, you know, scraped most of the, some of the rust away a little bit, and you can see it's this, you know, like, brilliant, shiny metal. Uh, the eyes are just these, like, little green glowing, like, squares, almost. There's no life behind them. How thick is its neck? It's got a thick neck. This thing is, like, yeah. built like a football player. Does it look like it's, like, focusing? Is there any internal mechanics in there that are, like shrinking getting bigger that it's trying to look any direction or is it just um, for show give me a give me an insight check 
Can I do it too? Yeah, go for it. Alright. Um, it's, it's pretty easy to tell, um, you know, Dimitari, this thing's a, a construct. It, it has, you know, there's no, nothing there to give it away, but, uh, Briar, what you can tell is that it does have, like, a neck that can, like, rotate, but it is not. It is just, like, locked in, like, a forward position. It is not paying attention to anything. It, when you guys, like, flew in front of it, it didn't respond at all. Its arms are just kind of, like, pumping at its sides as it's... Just like, you know, a uh, video game NPC just like walking into a wall doing nothing. Sorry, I'm pretty sure it's broken. Let's see if we can find a way to turn this thing off. Agreed. Do you know, do we know anything about where the possible, uh, I guess like heart, like the source of power would be in this thing? Uh, you can give me an arcana check and this would be very difficult. Um, you do know that it has an internal, like, power cell, um, that it uses, uh, but as far as, like, an easy way to turn it off, you're not aware of one. You know that, um, you, you're probably aware of the, these things' existence. There's a few of them kind of scattered across the landscape, um, and, and other portions of Marquette that have been stationary for, you know, almost a millennia at this point. Uh, that there's not really an easy way to deactivate them from the exterior. They're designed to, like, carry troops and then, you know, fight in combat. So they're tough to tough little shells to crack, basically. Do I know if there's a way to get inside it? That, I will say you actually do specifically know that there is not an easy way to get inside of these things. Um, you have probably heard that probably about 200 years ago, there were a bunch of wizards that were studying these things and tried to get into them. Uh, and there was, at the time, another colossus that was in a well-known location and existed, and they set off some kind of self-destruct and destroyed it when they were trying to get it open. So you know that these things are essentially impenetrable. Uh, you could try to I guess what what would you guys like to do? Well, um, honestly, if there's a way that I can, I guess get into the internal mechanism. Uh, even if I can just squeeze through something, or like... Okay. Even, yeah. I'm going to basically be looking for this whole self-destruct feature. Um, do I know possibly... If I've heard it, about wait, this thing wait. that got self-destruct... Do we really uh -huh. want to set off a bomb in the middle of this town? Because it's the size well, of was, an island. I was gonna ask, like, how... How, uh... Big the bomb was? Uh, uh, when... Well, you would know, uh, since you've heard of it, that all the wizards who were trying to get into it, uh, they did not survive. 
do I know if there was it was like instantaneous or did they have like a few seconds to like have uh, an oh shit moment? Every pretty much this as far as people know is that the wizards are trying to get into it, and then the next thing people knew was there was uh, a 500 square foot crater where it used to be. Oh, um, okay. These dudes are trying to get. How big is North End? Is it about 500 square feet? No, no, that's, I mean, that's, you know, relatively small, but it would be enough to take out, like, chunks of the buildings around it and just, like, level part of the, the town. Not the whole I wonder whole if thing, we can but... try to figure out how to turn it. Because it's just walking in one direction. If we can figure out how to turn it, then we can just make it walk back into the water. Okay. How do... Like, <laughs> um... what... You guys could try to, like, you're at its head, you could try to sit down on it and, and kind of try to work out how to maybe push it or, or do something else like that. How about, uh, give me an investigation check to see, just, you know, for you guys to get a little bit of a closer look and try to see if you can figure out what is going on there. Oh, is everybody... Plus seven for investigation and rolled an eight. Yeah, as this thing is, like, moving, you guys kind of, like, getting close to it, and they're, like, picking at its neck, and you suddenly notice that its eyes go, and power down, and the thing just, like, lurches forward a little bit, and stops. You think we hit a pressure plate or something? I don't even know, man. Um, does it, like, collapse or anything? It's like kind of like, you know, hunched over a little bit, still standing there, still pushing into the tree, and the tree is kind of like leaning a little bit more, uh, but it appears to have stopped. Like mid-scream at people, I'm gonna stop and see that and look at Snow and be like, "Well, I guess we're good." Yeah, I'll look at Dimitri and be like, yeah. "We did it!" Ah! <laughs> and like pick uh, her up and squeeze her and twirl and stuff. A couple of the guards are down on the ground, they kind of point up you. They stopped the, the Colossus! Um, well, yeah, did we fire? I, I guess Absolutely, I, yes. Taking credit for this. <laughs> I don't know if it'll turn back on! Uh, wait, like, okay, could we possibly- You have an axe, right, Briar? While it's turned off, like, should we, like, try to- just smack it around a little and see if you you want to turn it back on. You know, like like double tap is what I'm trying to say. Like you just shit. I don't think my axe is gonna cut this thing. Okay, I mean I'm I'm nervous that uh it might just auto back on again, but I guess there's it's better than setting off a self destruct. So if you don't mind helping me climb down, do I? Do I hear the guards yell? They stopped it. Um. Yeah, I think you hear like kind of like those adventurers. They stopped it. I think it's I dead. I look at Snow and I was like, "Do we make this worse?" No. I mean, we can kind of hype them up. Seems like somebody owes us some free drinks. I guess we could do that. I immediately start, like, arms in the air, screaming, Demetari and Briar, saviors of North End! 
Yeah! Check a heroic pose at the top of this thing. Definitely give me some performance checks. So, Javid, Azriel, and Kesimir, you guys can see the Colossus stops. So, I definitely think this is like some type of distraction, and that there are some assassins that are come out, come out of the woods. So, I am just like searching, like, as in, like, for any signs that there is an assassin around. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check for that. So Onyx and Snow, you two, like, kind of start shouting and yelling, and people are, like, confused, still very frightened by what is happening, and are, like, not really sure what to make of that, and, and like, you hear someone say, Who? What? That no one is, like... Those guys right there! And they're, they're all kind of more focused on the fact that just it is stopped. They don't, they're not really super trying to figure out why. They just care that it's off, basically. Before we climb down, I want to look for any sort of loose bits of metal that I could possibly pry off. Um, sure, go ahead and I'll say you can give me another investigation check. Now that it's stopped moving. It is this, like, grimy, muck-covered thing. Uh, but most importantly, even centuries later, you can tell that this thing was, like, well-constructed. The, like, mechanical tolerances for this machine are, like, so fine that in, like, some of the seams, you wouldn't even be able to get, like, paper through it. All right, Briar, I guess uh, maybe we did something. I but... Okay. I mean, I'll take it. I'm going to notice that my shouting's not doing much, and I'm just going to, like, shrug and start heading back towards where I know Azrael and Javid are. All right. Uh... Well, um, we're looking around and assessing the uh, uh, sort of, a, I guess, end of the dramatic scene. Uh, I'm going to ask Casimir. Uh, you're an antiquarian. What do you know of, of uh, these ancient machines? Um, I... That would be a little bit out of my area of expertise. We did cover it a little bit at the Institute and some of my courses. Um, but from what I recall is that uh, they were um, vehicles that uh, some of the uh, ancient civilizations Specifically, Thrain used them to uh, wage their war in, in the air of the Calamity. Uh, unfortunately, there's not a lot uh, that survived. No records um, for them. They, um... Oh, no, no information uh, that you know of how to turn them on, turn them off, steer them, command them, that sort of thing. Correct. I'm afraid that all of that was lost uh, to the ages. Um, you could assume that they would have had pilots, uh, as long as, or, or drivers or something like that, uh, keeping them steady and, and operating them. Uh, but unfortunately, beyond our, our knowledge of just general, you know, devastation upon the battlefield, that's about all I've got. And uh, no idea why one would suddenly pick itself up out of the river after having been uh, inert for 
centuries, if not a millennium? Uh, no, but I am terribly intrigued by this. Um, you don't mind setting me down for a bit? I'd like to write down what I've just witnessed. No. Okay, fine. I, I, I think we can let we can let him down. We're, we don't have to run right this minute, and it might help to have our uh, sword arms free if somebody pops up. No. Uh, can I do one more final check to see if we actually did this? <laughs> uh, sure, go ahead and give me an arcana check. I was thinking, like, a perception check. Like, did I step on something? Did... Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll check. help you if you don't mind, Ruby. Okay, go okay. for it. So if you want to roll with advantage, then that might work out better. Okay. Let's see... Um, <laughs> it's, it's, not going well. it's hard to say like you guys have kind of like as you're on, kind of sitting on its shoulders trying to like get at it a little bit better uh, you can you can't really say like what's there um, you've scraped a little bit away and are, are able to get a better view of it but it's there weren't any buttons uh, you didn't, you know, flip any switches or anything like that. It, it kind of just turned off, as far as you know. Okay. Well, I'm going to take her and we're going to get back down. As you kind of flutter back down, there's, like, clapping from down below. You can see there's a group of guards who kind of um, sat down there and... and uh, Just, you know, you know, shouting and, like, pumping their fists in the air, and... Uh, excellent, excellent work. I'm gonna slowly lower, and we're gonna do, like, a superhero landing. Alright. Go ahead and give me I'll... some performance checks. I'll be graceful, but mostly blushing, because I'm not used to that sort of attention, and pulling my hood forward a bit. Oh, I'm leaning in. <laughs> I'll say that you can do it with advantage. That people are here okay. and you know. Alright. You All kind right. of, like... They are, like, beyond sold by, by what this is, so it doesn't require a lot for them to feel... Uh, you know, to, to really buy in on it. And, like, you kind of do, like, this you know, landing and, and like, you know, almost like flex a little bit and like, they start cheering more and, and like clapping and uh, out of this like, kind of like crowd that approached uh, one like, kind of like older uh, fellow kind of steps out, he's wearing like long robes, he's approaches and ah, I must uh, congratulate you and um, well, I, I am uh, Mayor Leoben uh, here in uh, town and and I had to thank our, our saviors. I saw the two of you uh, stop this this monster, this creature, and I well, I extend to you the heartiest heartiest gratitude uh, from the town of North End. Yes, that is what we did. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's what we did. Um, if I could uh, have your names, please, of our two saviors. Uh, my, my name's Dimitari. 
I am Briar Amberwing. Ah, well, uh, Demitari and uh, Briar Amberwing, we will be forever in your debt. Um, I would like to extend you uh, a uh, invitation to my uh, manor up upon the hill, uh, if you would like to join me. Uh, the rest of the guards will set about uh, inspecting the uh, marketplace and ensuring that it is uh, still safe for everyone else. And, uh, well, you can tell us more about how you did it, if you'd like. Um, well, the thing is, we actually have somewhere to be. So, you can just write some songs. It'll, it'll be fine. Um, well, I would be remiss if I was to let you go without any form of, um, uh, kind of reward, compensation, compensation for such a, an act. Um, please, if you just give me a few moments, uh, I will return with something I think quite fitting for the occasion. That would be lovely. Um, I, I actually did, I, uh, you know what? Okay, yeah, that's, that sounds fine. Alright, uh, don't stray too far, although, and kind of gestures to the crowd of people that are like, kind of like gathering around you, and like, you know, a bunch of people are like looking up at the thing, like, we're going up to it and kind of like poking at its ankles. Uh, he's like, I'm sure it will be terribly easy to find you. Uh, I'll be back in a, a, a few moments. As they're poking at the ankles, I am looking very nervous. Alright. They, they poke, but uh, nothing happens. It makes no further sound. Um, now that Briar and I are somewhat alone, I'm going to look at her and go, well, ah. Uh, yeah, oh, so you guys this are is... not alone. There's people like all around you. Like coming oh. up and like patting you guys on the back. There's a big old crowd. I have the mind link, so I'll just tell her telepathically, it's fine. Um, so this is this is the thing. Uh as far as I know, we haven't permanently destroyed this, because the only time that's happened is when it's self-destructed about five hundred feet in diameter. So this could come back to bite us. I mean, it was dead in the water for how many years? I'm feeling alright. Let's just let's just enjoy our moment. Don't take this from us. Okay. Um, I do. I I do feel like I should warn them. As much as death doesn't bother me, I wouldn't uh, want the whole marketplace to go up in flames. Uh, let's leave a note. A note. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll just put it on one of the little mossy legs and call it a day, I guess. We'll just be like, uh, there's no guarantee that this thing is, is like, gone gone. Um, so, you know, stay here at your own risk. Yeah, well, uh, maybe we see what he comes back with, and if it's, like, this way better than from there. <laughs> his people's lives, then maybe we'll, yeah, we'll just go from there. Okay. Whole time, just smiling and waving at the crowd. They, uh, they love it. Uh, Anna 
Max and Snow, you guys are kind of in the crowd around them, and you would have probably seen a little bit of the conversation between them and the mayor. Uh, what are you guys doing? I'm just kind of waiting and observing, watching the crowds, uh, seeing if just watching, okay. just keeping an eye on the on the two, just so they're not alone. Keep an eye on them and the other group, Javid and. You would not be able to see Javid, so they're kind of like uh, on the other right. side of buildings and like up out of town. They're too far away. Yeah. Um, but if you guys want to give me perception checks. Kind of scanning the crowd, you're you're able to spot people. Snow, you kind of focus in on on the people that are like standing around the base of it that are like messing with it. You see like one guy like kind of pulls away like a big mat of um, sea grass and is like looking at the metal and kind of scratching it a little bit, and they're just like looking at it. Uh, people are starting to climb on it. You can see like a group of kids on one side are like kind of climbing up at it, like poking at it. Uh, but other than that, the crowd is just in cautiously optimistic spirits, very excited about what's just transpired. Um, a couple moments later, maybe about five minutes or so, uh, the mayor, a couple of guards, kind of come around the corner and, and approach you guys. He's got a small little, like, wooden box in his hands. He kind of approaches the base of it. He's, ah, I see you haven't uh, left yet, so I'm whatever your mission was originally. Uh, this is from uh, the town of Northend uh, for you. Um, I think this will be well received uh, by the nature of your uh, heroism. And I uh, bid you good luck. And if you ever return, I would be uh, welcome to give you a place to stay up at my manor and uh, see to it that you are uh, well fed and well cared after for as long as you like. Much. That is delicious of you. And uh, I'll take the box and um, split. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll op I'm I'm looking at Briar, I guess, to open together. I guess we can open it, sure. Uh, inside the box, there are a few gold pieces, about twenty-five of them. There are two small gems, and then there are two scrolls, kind of rolled up. I open the scrolls. Alright. Uh, one of, er, one of the scrolls, uh, is a, It is a letter of recommendation from the mayor of North End, basically detailing your deeds, uh, the skills with which you performed them, and how valuable you were. Uh, and it bears the mayor's seal of the town. And it's just this like uh, little kind of like flourishing tree with a, a kind of river running behind it. Uh, the other scroll is a personal letter uh, written to you uh, and it is just uh, basically uh, just kind of a, a thank you letter and it does at the end say 
Uh, if you ever return, he would love to help you with anything that he can. I think now would be the time to mention mayhaps <laughs> this king could start back up again. So we did deactivate it, um, but unfortunately, I don't know so much about these ancient war machines, and um, there is a chance that maybe there's an outside force that could reactivate it. Uh, uh, as soon as you say that, he like kind of gets really close to you and like claps you on the back. He's like, "All right, um, we'll see. Uh, have fun outside of town." Um, and he kind of like whispers to you. He's like, uh, "What do you mean by uh, activate again? Don't don't say that too loudly to anyone." Um, We'll, uh, we'll look into that. Uh, this is... Uh, I'm glad you told me, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> don't tell anyone that. I'll speak in his mind. Um, we can speak more privately this way, or if you'd like, we can... Uh, well, no, now's the best time. I have a place to be. Uh, so, yeah, that's what's going to happen also. Um, I would not allow the children to play amongst that. Um, I have known some wizards to get too into the mechan like the mechanism of it and create a 500-foot crater. So unless you're wanting to have a new tourist attraction, I would uh, possibly make sure that this remains untouched. Ah, uh, okay, uh, thank you. And then he kind of like allowed he, he like gestures to one of his assistants one of the guards and he's like um, get th get them down from that uh, we'll, uh, we'll cordon the area off and uh, make sure that no one uh, except for us touches it uh, thank you for this uh, uh, good luck on your travels I, I hope this uh, finds you well and then he kind of just uh, bye bye waves at you and the people are like kind of focusing more on the uh, on the colossus letting you guys go um, Onox and Snow, you see them kind of like wind their way out of the crowd, uh, and then behind them you can see like a group of the guards are like, alright, back up, get down, get away from it, and they're like kind of pushing people back and, and starting to create like a little radius around it where, where no one's getting too close. And I'm just strutting out of there. I'm feeling a lot more morally okay, so same. Uh, do we know the mayor's name? Uh, yes, he said his name was Mayor Leoban. Uh, he is a half-elf. Hey, Liam, can you start, like, typing in names into the general chat so we can spell them right? Sure. Where's the fun in that? Well, seeing as how I spelled Casimir like six different ways in my notes. I have it with a C all over my notes, and then I have to remember, no, no, that it's actually a K. <laughs> Alright. The uh, four of you are kind of heading towards the uh, northwest. As this is happening, uh, Azrael and Javi. Uh, Casimir is kind of on your back, lamenting. He's, uh, I really wish I had could uh, record what we've just seen, maybe take down a few sketches. Uh, I'd love to send some letters back with this information to to, to uh, the institute. There will be time for that later. I mean, we're there. We're going to be out in the wilds. I don't have a way to get messages back from there. She just kind of stares at him. 
He's just staring at the Colossus. He's very interested in it. What's your higher priority, Casimir? Uh, this, which is probably going to be here when we get back, or what we're going to, going for out in the hills? The hills, I suppose. We could keep going. It'll be it'll be here when we get back. Indeed. And uh, word will probably get to. Uh, the Institute, I'm guessing. Uh, this is probably the first time one of these things has uh, come to life in some great while, and word will get out. Oh, indeed. In fact, I've never heard of such a uh, any of them moving in the uh, millennia since the Calamity. Granted, if he lets us stay here for a couple of days, it does give me time to brew potions. There's assassins. And a giant colossal thing that might come back to life. I'm just saying. Oh, we should definitely dip. Alright. Um, so what you guys would know uh, as far as the value of the gemstones that he gave you, uh, they are both worth uh, they are Two amethysts, and they're probably worth around a hundred gold pieces to the right person. Is that eat? Uh, yes, each one of them is worth around a hundred gold. Uh, we're not near our party members, right? Uh, you, you four, at this point, probably you know, a few minutes later, have crest of the hill and come to this spot overlooking the market where you can uh, talk to the rest of them. You kind of you see Casimir and, and uh, David and Azrael standing there, kind of like two, the two of them head on the swivel and Casimir is just locked eyes with the Colossus basically. Um, before we get that way, I'm going to look at Briar and go, see honestly, I think, I mean, we did something, right? So surely we can keep these amethysts as like a token? Because I don't, and I'm, I'm cool sharing the gold, but this is, this is quite beautiful. This is our boon, yeah. definitely. Okay, all right. I mean, I'll let them know we got it. And they, they, I don't I don't necessarily want, I mean, I'll share the gold again, but, but this gem is, is mine and I'll hand her the other one. Oh, truly, we're the ones that put ourselves at risks here, you know. I feel like that alone. Yeah, I mean, look at me. This I I've worked with dead bodies, and this is gross. Yeah, you guys have like mud on you and stuff. You prestidigitationist. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that. I'm I, I'm cleaning this up as we walk. All right. You, by the time you guys get to the rest of the party, you are one hundred percent clean. I'm gonna be like, oh hell, conquering heroes. Right, so what like, happened up there? How uh, you were you were climbing on it and it stopped? What did you do? What happened? Uh, luck. I think that it was sheer dumb luck that we managed to deactivate it. I don't know exactly Finesse. what we did, but uh, I think I think we did something. Uh, the the mayor gave us some pretty cool stuff. I'm pretty sure he owes us a favor now, 
and um, we have a like a nice shiny letter of recommendation. Um, Briar and I got some really like a couple shiny rocks that we're gonna keep, and here's twenty five gold for the party fund. Okay, point of order. Who's who's the who's the party treasurer? I've been keeping track. I, I didn't. I don't have to have that role. I've just been doing it because I don't want to lose track of it. Okay, if you're cool with it, I was voting for you. <laughs> if you're okay with it, let's say fine. out of game. She's the only one who hasn't hidden money <laughs> transactions from anyone else. <laughs> so of the six I of us, she is most honest. Sorry, money acquisitions. I did not lie. I said they were shiny rocks. Interesting. Um, uh, did you... What did you uh, touch on it, I suppose? Uh, what did you see? I, I hadn't been able to get close to one of those myself. Okay, these questions can happen as we're traveling, Casimir. We can start hoofing it, and you can ask your questions as we go. I just give him a little, like a ginger pat on the shoulder. Like, I, I understand his need for curiosity. Ah, uh, well, um, since we're all together again, do you mind setting me down so I can walk myself? Oh yeah, I'd set him down. Okay. As you guys start walking out of town, he kind of produces a little uh, notebook, and he starts like really quickly like writing in it. Uh, Was he still shackled? No, he's not. He was never shackled. Oh, okay. I was unsuccessful. Yeah, unfortunately, the, the you were just like, just wasn't working out those times you were he's, trying to grab yeah, him. Yeah, he's, he's smaller than, than what I'm used to hunting. He's a little tiny. And... That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, that's that's a problem. I'm used to bigger guys. All right. Um, I think this is a good spot. We can take a break if you guys would like. Um, call it. it is good. Six oh four. We can pick back up at I don't know six ten. How's that sound? Sure. Sounds good. All right. Okay.
So what's everyone doing for the holiday? All right, everyone ready to start? <laughs> We're back. Well, Chris is gone. Damn it, Chris. It's okay. We're going to pick back up with you guys. Beginning to leave the town of North. As you are traveling, it's kind of like uh, where you guys, you guys were on the Ashkey Path, the Stonefield Tributary uh, from Torvir Deep. Those are like roads, you know, they, there's the twin ruts on either side, um, like four sets of where carts and, and horses travel. This is like a, just a wide footpath, pretty much. Um, some people come here, you know, like bring horses. You can see as you guys are starting to travel and kind of like wind your way up into the hills. Uh, that there are, you know, the occasional house and, and other things. Like there's signs of civilization, a few farms. But this is like definitely starting to get away from civilization, pretty much. So are we heading towards Eisen... is it Eisenhalt? Yeah, you're roughly headed towards Eisenhalt on the other side of the Cosmering Hills. Eisenhalt is much further. Eisenhalt is probably two weeks travel from here in, in this direction. And so that's where we're going though? We're going to travel the full two weeks? You're not headed to Eisenhalt. You're headed to a very a couple of points that Casimir has picked out on his map in the Cosmering Hills. It's kind of between here and Eisenhalt. Uh, one of them is closer towards the Dwarven uh, mining the outpost of Kagarum, but that's about it. Okay, and so how how many days is that? You guys, uh, from what Casimir has told you, you guys are about currently four days from the first map location. But you guys are starting to leave uh, North End and now even the Windless Wood. As you guys are kind of starting to climb, the trees are getting like shorter and shorter. Um, you know, before they were hundreds of feet high and now they're just, you know, a hundred feet high, basically. Uh, the tra trail kind of winds and starts to narrow a little bit. You see like a couple of forks come off and uh, as you guys get to them, Casimir kind of stops for a second and like is looking at his map and then points in a direction. You guys keep going. He has a little compass. Let me keep an eye out for people tailing us. Okay. Uh, right. I was going to suggest um, one of us should uh, hang back and look for anyone following us, and somebody should move ahead a little bit to look for ambushes. I am going to send Wanda ahead to check. Okay. Can I get uh, some perception checks from you guys, and especially one from Juan? Alright. Wanda's doing a good job of keeping an eye out. 
Now, as you guys are traveling, you pass a few um, other travelers. Most of them headed back towards North End. They kind of just like greet you in passing kind of cautiously. Uh, but eventually, you guys, uh, as you are kind of like rounding like one turn up a few more rocks, um, at this point it's, it's pretty late in the day. Uh, you know, the sun is starting to dip beyond the mountains on the, or sorry, actually dip beyond the, the trees, you know, it's kind of like this orange glow along the tops of the windless wood. You guys can see pretty far here. It's, you know, a, a cloudless evening. As you guys are going, you kind of hear the tinkling of bells and a fellow kind of comes along atop a little donkey. And he kind of, seeing your party. Oh, uh, uh, excuse me, folk, uh, best not be heading that way. Uh, there's, uh, goblins, uh, coming down out of the mountains these days. Don't know what, uh, what it is you're headed towards, but you might want to pick a different path. <clears throat> you managed to escape the goblins? I attacked some of the other uh, uh, farmers up the uh, the road from me, uh, but uh, I just uh, I'm I'm headed into North End to visit my cousin. I figured I'd get out of there now uh, before things get rough. Uh, just t bring in my goats with me, and he's got like four or five goats that are just behind him, like bah, just like chewing, and their weird little goat eyes are looking at you guys. They're all in a big long road. Thanks for the warning, friend. Safe travels. Ah, you as well. And he kind of, you know, kind of tugs the reins a little bit, and then the donkey keeps going down the, the mountain. Your cousin may want to move from North End. What? What are you talking about? It might I be I don't dangerous. mind her. She's, uh... <clears throat> she has, uh, many scary thoughts, this one. Interesting. Um... I'll keep that in mind. Uh, and then he just kind of turns and looks at you guys kind of over his shoulder as he's riding his donkey down the mountain. Casimir is, uh, kind of looks over at Azrael as, you're, um, you're, you have a certain special way with people, don't you? I think. Agreed. Glad to see we're on the same page. Hopefully his uh, livestock don't spook easy. I think as long as the uh, Colossus doesn't move, they won't see that as anything other than just a great big rock. Funny shaped rock. As we're traveling, I'm going to relay all the information I know about um, the Colossus to um, Casimir. Alright. He is uh, very interested uh, in, 
uh, what you have to say. And he's like furiously like writing this stuff down in, in the journal that he had out earlier. He's he's written you know pages and pages and pages of it at this point, uh, detailing exactly what you guys did, exactly what you saw, everything you tell him. He copies it down to the letter essentially. And I know that he wanted uh, to know all about like where we were, so I would like to borrow a piece of paper from him and uh, try to do a sketch of its head. Okay. Uh, go ahead. And uh, give me a performance check, but use your uh, dexterity. So if you're not proficient in performance, then it's just a dexterity check. Is as you guys are traveling, he kind of uh, hands you a, a scrap of paper, and uh, you're able to, you know, draw a pretty good uh, portrait of the creature. It kind of just looks like this great big, uh, droopy like swamp thing. Basically, is, is probably the best way to describe it, just because of the the way that the plant matter had grown all over. You include a little bit of yourself down in the corner and, and kind of, uh, you know, show up to scale, basically. Like, this is how big I was next to it. You're just like this little little stick figure near its ankle, basically. I'll turn it to Briar. This is about right, right? Like, am I missing anything? Um, yes. Can I uh, attempt to draw two? Sure. Give me a, a performance check with dexterity if you'd like. Okay, let's see. I'm leaning over her shoulder, trying to look what she's trying to add. Alright, you, you're able to, to add, you know, you can draw pretty well, uh, whatever you'd like to add. Okay, I'm gonna add his cool giant square eyeballs, and, um, I don't know, like the mossy bits. That were uncovered and like how shiny the metal was like little sparkles where the shiny metal is you know right, you, you beautify it for sure it looks looks really good all right oh yeah significantly better way more accurate oh interesting um and as you guys are drawing casimir is kind of like what is this bit here you've drawn and I'm very curious he's like oh interesting and he's writing down a little bit more about it While that's going on, I'd like to move out ahead and uh, uh, scout to look for um, signs of of goblins and goblins ambush and attack, and uh, I will do so with the utmost of quietness um, uh, and. Uh, using all my best woodcraft. Okay. Uh, trying to be stealthy and perceptive, so if you want to give me oh, yes. a stealth check okay. and a perception check, go for it.
As you are traveling out ahead, uh, it's, you know, you're quiet and, and stealthy, but just the way that you have to move, kind of, your it's dark. You can see well enough, I believe you have dark vision. Is, it's not, uh, you don't notice anything in particular. It's a pretty quiet trail. Um, you spot a few uh, birds flying overhead. The stars begin to appear as it is nighttime. Uh, the twin moons of Exandria appear overhead. It's a uh, dim light, but you can see well enough in, in the gray of your vision. You note, in particular, an owl that you identify to be Wanda flying overhead back towards the rest of the party. Can I ask what Wanda looks like? I'm just curious. Like, does it look like a normal owl, um, owl or does it look like a like? Is there something particular about it that notes it as like a familiar? Um. So, I would say that she looks probably. Like any normal owl in the area, but uh, you would notice that her eyes are probably more sunken in. Like maybe as if she had been dead for a day. Just a little off. It's not something that I think everyone would notice. They would just like probably think she looks sick. That's really creepy. If it's... I... <laughs> I find her cute! And someone attuned to nature, uh, Javid finds Wanda to be on the other side of the uncanny valley. Wanda is definitely on the other side of the uncanny. Demitari. Suddenly, uh, Wanda communicates to you that there appear to be goblins in the hills ahead, some ways off. Can she see how many? Uh, she counted five. But that they were hidden amongst the rocks. Uh, I'm going to let the party know. We've got five goblins hidden up ahead. Quite a far, far ways off from what Wanda's told me. Would it be within a hundred... No, because you can't see no, the right. Wanda like, had no. to come back to tell you. That's how oh. far ahead it was. How, okay. How far? Uh, quarter mile, roughly. So plenty of advance warning. Does it look like there may be like um, a way that we can go around the path? Like rather than like walking straight into their ambush, can we like maybe go around? Uh, go ahead and give me a survival check. Uh, 
it's pretty steep to your right or left. You guys are kind of like snaking your way up into the mountains proper now. I cracked my neck. Well, it's been a minute, but we could be in for a good fight. What do you mean a minute? It's been like eight hours. So at least a minute. Um, maybe we should find somewhere, maybe a cave or something off to the side and, um, you know, check it out thoroughly and, and just uh, wait the night. You know, it is it is dark, as Kazimir is just gesturing up at the moon. And get ambushed in the night? Well, I mean, you keep right. watching and whatnot. You're taking a watch too, right? I assume that um, someone has gone forward to... Alert Javid, who's out ahead and not within earshot. Uh. I mean, yes. Sure. <laughs> I'll go right. get him. Don't start anything. I won't. You. I run off to find Javid. Casimir is just kind of... I mean, you know, either we fight them now in the dark or we fight them later. I don't know that it's... I would rather try to hide and, and just avoid them for now, and possibly tomorrow we could find a way to sneak past them during the daylight. I can see... Uh, Good. Oh, thanks. Um, I was gonna ask, <laughs> like, just common knowledge, what would goblins respect like would it be like a hobgoblin like out of out of like other creatures uh yeah i mean they they're goblins they respect power and whatnot um anything that they think is uh directly much stronger than themselves then they will probably try to avoid uh, but that they they can be pretty aggressive especially in large numbers Well, there isn't another option. Um, I could possibly disguise myself as a hobgoblin or something, um, tie you guys up as my prisoners, and we try to intimidate our way through them. That's an excellent idea. I like that one, of course. That sounds like a very interesting idea, and I'd like to see how that goes. It could also be Hobgoblin. At this point, uh, Javid and, and Anax come kind of like jogging back up to the rest of the party. Uh, so it is going to take me an hour to look that way. So um, that that's the only thing. But otherwise, I think we might be able to pull this off. What if we waited the night and do that... First thing in the morning. I don't think uh, we should sleep with goblins. Um, Not everyone has we, dark vision. Uh, we have light sources. Right, which might uh, <laughs> attract bugs. You know, yeah, that does. I'd rather not be attacked during the night. How many were there? Five? Yes, five. Oh, you... You want to take the uh, the fight to them? I would rather be the element of surprise versus them. Yeah. 
Where there's five goblins, there's often more, right? Why don't why don't you try to send Wanda to Harry then to see if you can't flush him out? Well, um, we we should uh, definitely get ready uh, for that, but that that could be uh, the uh, way we initiate action with them. But well, I'm saying if we, they just had a creepy owl come and just pester them, they might just leave. Yeah, agreed. They or they'll have her as a meal. They eat that, looks like they're gonna get sick and die anyway. Yeah, she don't exactly look like a snack. What I understand, goblins are not terribly particular. Um, we could but, try. See um, what happens. Certainly, certainly try and see what happens. Um, you said Wanda spotted them a quarter mile up. Um, yep. We could we try should, to uh, flank them and hit them from two fronts. Mm hmm. That's an idea. How do we get around? Sneakily. There's no path. That you have found. You, it's kind of dark and it was tough to say. Just move slowly and quietly through the brush. Still stand by the hobgoblin thing. Do you speak hobgoblin? No. No, I do not. Wouldn't that be odd? She could tie a bandana around her throat like the hobgoblin got its throat cut and now it's mute. And you gesture in sign language. And goblins are pretty stupid, so would they really be able to tell if I'm speaking out loud or in their head? Hmm. How many can you do that to at one time, or is it just any number within a distance? Um, I think it's one creature, doesn't specify, um, but I would assume that I would. Well, that, that covers one of them. What about the other four that aren't hearing you speak? Okay, yep, yep, you lost me. Could be anything other than a hobgoblin that, uh... It's gonna be a fight anyway you cut well. this. So... Alright, I mean, I just feel like you could try to avoid it, and then worst case scenario, you guys aren't actually tied up and we break free and start fighting. I'm fine with not fighting. There just might be other distractions, such as Wanda. Or, if we find a path. I have not. 
You're the one advocating for doing something now. We might as well wait till morning to find the path. And be attacked during the night by goblins. Potentially. We might have fire here. As long as we don't announce our presence, don't light a fire, don't do anything noisy, just bed down for the night, wait for morning. I grew up near a goblin trading area. Would I know enough goblin to, like, speak to them? Do you speak goblin? Well, not necessarily. Let me see. She knows a lot of good swear words. Yeah, you probably know a bunch of goblin swear words. Does she think she knows Goblin? I'm pretty confident in myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, I mean, you feel like you know enough Goblin, you know? It's like... Like you went to the Goblin marketplace and listened to Goblins speak Goblin, basically. I yeah, we were there pretty often. So you could say, how much is this onion? You could say, I know a guy, that kind of thing. Alright, um, let's, let's go ahead and try the, the hobgoblin thing, see how that goes. Uh, it'll take an hour for the ritual, I take it, and, and we can... Lay, lay low, quiet for uh, that amount of time, and then try to make our way past the uh, the ambush. Uh, what spell are you casting? Uh, it was disguise self. How does it take an hour? Are you casting it as a ritual or? Yeah, oh, I'm uh, sorry. I misunderstood. Yeah, it just lasts an hour. My bad. Okay. Yeah, so you can just, like, wave your hand in the air and become the, the new thing. Are you taking the spell slot or are you ritual casting it? I don't oh, think I cannot, can ritual, can't ritual cast. cast it. Oh, okay. Yeah, the That's why I was confused. Cast is fine, familiar. Um... Okay, so are you are you turning yourself into a hobgoblin? Um, I'm not too sure what my knowledge is on because I know like my actual D and D knowledge is pretty low, so I could potentially avoid the communication thing by turning into something intimidating that also probably would not have a language shared with goblins. Can I? I don't know what experience I have of goblins, but can I find out what goblins are? Terror? Is there like a, a creature that just dis that disguise self? Because I do have disguise self, so I would know that I can turn into, which is like a creature that goblins would be scared of, based off of my knowledge of goblins, which I, I don't know is somewhat generic. Because I've been out in the world, so I have probably fought goblins before. Like, do I know what they're scared of? Probably scared of dragons. Well, I, what are they scared of that's a creature? Uh, give me an intimidation check with intelligence.
be minus one because my intelligence is only plus one, not plus two. So that'd be 18. You. You would know that. I mean, goblins are just generally afraid of much larger creatures, so, like, a dragon would be scary to them. Uh, giants would be scary to them. Ogres are scary to them. Uh, hobgoblins, in the right scenario that they will, that they can respect and they know is a scary creature, then they'll be scared of it. So, let's see. I can get... So, disguise self will make you only a foot taller at most. So, I am 5'7", so that's 6'7". And Demetari, how tall are you? I'm 5'10". So, you're 5'10". So, 6'10 would be the tallest. Would an ogre be about that short? That would be a very small ogre. What about like a, a dragonborn? Not off the rip, probably not. They would... Yeah, definitely they would, that would be questionable. Well, don't hobgoblins do a lot of yelling anyway? We could just... scream. Yeah, I guess I can't think of another creature that we could actually turn into other than a hobgoblin. But I and don't I'll have... know if they would be scared of it. Good point. We don't actually have to be the creature. We could just sound like the creature and scare them off. Well, it's not that hard to be the creature. And we could have you, Briar, uh, close by, kind of whispering <laughs> goblin to us, and, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Oh, can you teach us go- for sure. Can you teach us goblin? Uh, yes, and I'm gonna teach them all of the phrases I know, which is like 12. They all have to do with, like, that's too much. Um, You're overcharging me. <laughs> You're overcharging me. I'm gonna you gotta be kidding you. me. <laughs> yeah. that, they say that hey, one Hey, at least one of those. Okay, well, Let's hey, that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. I, I gotta go take a leak, basically. Mm-hmm. So we all agreed that we'll uh, kind of loosely tie you to make it look pretty convincing. Yeah, it's going to end in a fight, so I'll get what I want anyway. <laughs> I can't turn one person invisible. Uh, that should probably be Javine. Oh, I would say the one that would look the least likely of us capturing them would either be you or Snow. 
Well, right? Snow, Snow King Klein. There's also Cuss in here. He was about to say, what about our uh, our patron? Oh, Fluffy Casimir should be invisible. I'm a, I can be pretty sneaky when I want to be. So, yeah, so it might be easier for me to sneak off and flank around for when this does turn into a fight. At least we don't yeah. have all of our cards. Even even if it is steep, you got them delicate delicate limbs that'll allow you to get up them rocks. Delicate, huh? Delicate. Okay, so Onyx is going to be invisible. Demetari and Azrael are going to be hobgoblins, and everybody else is going to be tied up. Not actually tied up, but to look tied up. Okay. And considering we don't all have dark vision, I would have. I mean, would it be reasonable we have one of the prisoners hold a torch? I would say one of you two holds the torch. Oh, yeah, I thought Hobgoblins had bound. dark vision. I mean, just because you have dark vision doesn't mean that you wouldn't want light. Dark vision is kind of like grayed and muted, where light you, you can actually see colors. So you also don't all want right. it to look like you're being suspicious. So if you're being very overt about things. It might take it at face value. Fair enough. All right, I'll hold the torch. That way, um, you've got a hand on your weapon, just in case. Go ahead and give me uh, some performance checks. I'd like them from everybody, and then we'll do perception checks. Who's not good at um, performance? Is someone like really bad at performance? Well, I wasn't planning on being a prisoner. I'm planning on being off in the shadows of the trees with my bow ready. Okay. Yeah. Um, that would be my, my preference as well. Uh, you are invisible, Onyx. Okay, I'm casting Mage Armor on myself before she turns me invisible. Because I can give guidance to somebody who, like, really sucks at performance. Like, has a negative modifier. It just says zero here. Do you have na So, who's performing? You and I, I've got a plus one. Briar would be plus zero. Um, if you didn't turn Casimir invisible then he would also be performing. What's Casimir? Is Casimir really charismatic? Well, let me make sure. Based on his performance at the uh, tavern, he is getting not after he's, he's above average, but it's not anything to write home about. Um, well, that's better does, than me, Briar. He does have a bonus to his performance. Um... I'm gonna I'm gonna cast guidance on Briar so she has advantage on her um, performance check. Okay, so what checks are we all rolling? Oh shit, that's concentration. So I can't do that. I'm sorry. I have to concentrate on the invisibility. So, sorry, I can't do that. I apologize. That's fine.
So those of us as part of the ruse will be doing performance and then everyone will be doing perception. Anyone keeping an eye out trying to spot the goblins? Give me a perception check. Okay. Mine's probably a disadvantage because I can't see in the dark. And also performance. Oop. Wanda will be checking for sure. Azrael, I'd just like to remind you. I don't know, uh, but you have inspiration, yeah? Oh, you're right, I do. I already rolled, though. But can I take advantage on the later. performance check? Um, sure, go ahead and roll again. Better-ish. Thank you. Alright, so, just so I'm clear, Asriel is invisible. You've cast... You're casting no, um, Onyx is invisible. Oh. I'm a hobgoblin. That's right. Uh, Onyx, you have an in, you have advantage on stuff. Oh, you already rolled with it. The 10. Okay. I'm trying to hang like 15 or so feet back from the line of people that are going. Alright. I want to, uh, to try something. I want to see if I can move out ahead and uh, give a bird whistle to uh, alert people when I uh, when we come right up on the ambush site. And I didn't hear snow. What are you doing? Going off into the trees to get a flanking position with my and bow. There are not trees. Uh, anything I can hide in? Uh, boulder to boulder, if need be. Because are we in the hills now? Yes, you're kind of up in the mountains. There's not trees here. You can hide behind boulders. You're kind of like entering like little like narrow ridges where there's like a jagged <laughs> cliff off to your left and you kind of wide between it and like the peaks growing up to your right. But yeah, so we're kind of in like the foothills, the Cosrain Hills? Yeah. Oh, perfect. My home turf.
Alright. Uh, those of you without dark vision, are you using lights? Yeah, I'm carrying a torch. This is a prisoner, so meh. That's why I'm saying it. Mine's probably at disadvantage. Do you want me to reroll it at disadvantage? Well, you would be with us, so you would have the light. Oh, okay. So it is Azriel and Demetari disguised as hobgoblins, and then yep. you have Kesimir and Briar with you as prisoners. Yep. And then behind you guys, it is Onyx invisible. And is snow back there as well? Snow will be flanking off to whatever <coughs> direction. It's a pretty narrow the... path that you guys are, are on. Oh, I don't think I'd be on the path. Okay, give me an athletics check to try to not be on the path. Alright. Is somebody holding my axe? Uh, yeah, I actually was gonna ask you if I could, um, so that my weapon matched my person. Yeah, go and for it. And if anything happens, I will reaction that back to you. Okay. Okay. With you guys' information, Javid, you approach, and this is what you guys. About 50 or so feet in front of you, you kind of like round a corner and like dart across uh, some rocks, Javid, and you see a group of four goblins who are kind of standing around a little camp campfire, pretty much directly mostly in the middle of the path. It's like at this sheltered spot from the wind, basically. And they're all just kind of like huddled around sitting there. It's this little little campfire kind of illuminating this. And you can hear their voices kind of echoing through the uh, the pathway, like along off the rock. They're speaking goblin to each other. I will uh hide myself behind a rock and make the bird call signal that I said I would make when I saw them. Yes. Alright. The rest of you kind of like Javid's a little ways in front of you but not so far that you can't kind of make him out. You guys pause. Uh, what are you guys doing? Uh, Snow, you guys are, I'll say, Snow, you are on top of some rocks kind of overlooking this. Uh, and you can see kind of the light from the four goblins. And then around the corner of the rocks, you can see the light from your party where they are. I mean, our, our goal is to get through, right? So we'll just keep walking with the utmost confidence that we own this path and that we will just walk right through. Where's a uh, Casimir in this? He's with us. He's the prisoner next to you. 
Um, okay. I'm also, I'm a little far back. I, I'm staying about 10 feet behind him. Are you guys going to pass where David is and just walk to yeah. the goblins? Yeah. Alright. I'm gonna have my uh, bow ready, arrow knock. You guys round the corner mm -hmm. and uh, Javid and Snow, you guys are kind of like watching the group of goblins. You note specifically that. Uh, the four of them kind of like the light kind of flickers across the rocks from your party and they they do notice they stop talking for a moment your party gets a little closer and once they're about 30 or so feet away you suddenly hear a shout first in goblin and then in common all right that's enough that's stop right there that's it stop where you're going can i try to repeat the goblin phrase that briar taught me the, like, I'll stab you or something like that. Uh, go ahead and give me a performance check at disadvantage. And as she's doing that, I, uh, am bearing my a ow, oh, axe, and, uh, I'm going to basically try to, to growl as best I can. Look very menacing. Okay, uh, also give me a performance check, but that's just a straight one. Alright. You're kind of growling, and, and, and uh, Asriel, as the hobgoblin, you kind of say a few words uh, that you vaguely remember that Briar taught you in Goblin. And the four of them are all kind of, like, confused, and they look at each other, and then back at you. And you can see that they are... Uh, they are drawing short swords, and like one of them has like a bow that he's picking. They're like, Alright. Uh, uh, I mean it now, that's. Stop right there. This is our path. Nobody gets to pass. You will I'm let us drop. Go ahead. Um, nope, nope, you're good. I'm just gonna say in common you will let us through, or you will become prisoners. No, you're gonna be our prisoners. If you don't turn back and go back the way you came. Keep you into the rocks. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, keep into the rocks. I'm gonna start moving around now that I hear it's getting hostile. Okay. We have more of our kind coming. Are you sure you want to do that in common? Uh, give me a performance check, or a deception check. One of them, the three of them are, are like not dissuaded at all, but one of them is kind of. You heard what she said. There's more of them back there. We can't even go home. What are we supposed to do? Fight more people in front of us? We should just let them go. Maybe they'll take care of the ogres. We will take care of the ogres. We're not chickens like you. Or cowards, there we go. Cowards like you. goblins are kind of they kind of look to one of them and he's like a little bit bigger than the other 
Uh, you can see that he's actually, like, wearing chainmail. The other ones just have, like, leather armor. And, uh... You wait right there. We're gonna talk about this. Don't move. And the four goblins kind of like turn. One of them's like watching you guys, but they're all in like a little huddle. Uh, can I get you to give me a uh, persuasion check? I'm gonna lean over to Azrael and say this is about to be loud, but I'm about to get it done. No. I, no. 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 And I, I kind of wish for that. No. Um, but, uh, Demetari, you should roll it. <laughs> Bad kitty. Bad. Persuasion, you said? Uh, and I'll give you guys advantage. Dang, what is going on? The dice are against us. Apparently. Do I still have sheep meat? Like, did I give all of that to Briar? She cooked it all up, I think. Yeah, I think she she cooked it. You guys ate all of it. Okay, it was like three pounds worth. Maybe we she, maybe she has a little bit more. She probably maybe didn't eat that much. The goblins are kind of like huddled. You can hear them like whispering to to each other in goblin to each other like. <laughs> Just kind of chittering at each other. And then the lead goblin can, turns back and gestures. He like pushes the other one kind of to the side. And they're like, you can go. Smart choice. They're eyeing you very suspiciously. And the goblin's just kind of let you guys pass. Come along, you two, as I kind of pull a little bit on the... The rope, I guess. Alright. Casimir is just like eyes like kind of looking around like very wide eyed at, at all of this. Yeah, I, I, I struggle a little bit, but not not a lot. I don't want yeah, to overdo it. Walk past. Yeah, they let you guys walk past. Uh Javid and Snow. So I Onox, you'd be able to walk with the rest of them, but what are you two doing since you're kind of awkwardly hemmed in on the cliffs above? Well, from where I'm standing, these all look pretty much on the same level, so I'm going to very carefully shuffle my way above them. Gonna... Alright. Uh, what was your stealth mm -hmm. check? 19. Okay. Alright. As you're, like, crossing over, you suddenly spot on the overlook there are three goblins who are sitting there who are just kind of like poking their little heads over, looking down into the chasm. They uh, pay you no mind, and you're able to just sneak behind them and continue on. As, As I do so, I'm going to keep an eye out to make sure that they don't notice Jabid either. As we pass, can I make sure they're not, like, making a move to attack us from behind? Okay. Um, I mean, just 
as as you walk past, you can see that they're like you know looking back at them. They're just kind of watching you guys cautiously, and then as you get a little bit further away, they sit down at their little campfire. Uh, Javid, you're just kind of like following along behind, trying to stay out of sight of the goblin. Um, you know what? It doesn't look like there's room to uh, follow the trail in a uh, hidden fashion. So uh, I will break cover, uh, walk along, arrow knocked, let them know I'm, I'm ready. And as I uh, come up to them, I'll, I'll say, good, uh, good choice on your part. And I'll uh, call back to the rest of the uh, troop that's uh, behind us. It's all right, guys, we got it from here. Give me a deception check. I'll say you can roll with advantage uh, because they already. DM. DM, just as a point of order, as we walk by, I'm gonna stop like right on the outside of their camp, okay. just waiting on the other two to make sure they get through. They, they do get past, you know, Javid comes up and, and you, you see him with his bow drawn, uh, you know, talks to the goblins, and the goblins are like, they were kidding, there's more of them. And they kind of, like, whisper to each other, and they're, they're a little bit kind of frightened, almost. And uh, they just kind of, like, watch you guys very cautiously. They, they all have their, like, weapons out still. Uh, but you guys are able to get past and keep going. As soon as we get, uh, like, uh, you know, far enough beyond them that, that we're well out of sight and earshot, well, uh, that worked out uh, much better than anyone had any right to expect. Uh, well done. You guys did roll pretty good on your deceptions, your performance checks, and athletics from. Very shakily, I'm going to say, "See, I, I, I told you that would work." Should we talk about this ogre situation? Um, yes, I'm terribly curious about that one. Um, ogres are a bit more dangerous than uh, goblins. Yes, yes, they are. And this this might be the be the point at which we uh, discuss uh, finding a nook in the rocks to uh, to bed for the night, so we'll all be fresh and. Uh, ready to... How much longer can we go without a long rest? Or before we start taking, like, exhaustion? Uh, I believe it's, I think it's, it's what is it, 16 hours of travel? You yeah. guys have only been traveling for, I'll say about 11 yes. hours. So you could travel well into the night, you know, you could get, you know, another couple miles probably. 
I got adrenaline pumping for all, from all that, so yeah, I'm I'm ready to keep going. Yeah, I, I this is not a safe place. Um, well, I will add to that. I hired you because this is not a safe place. Um, you you all should be expecting good money when we return uh, safe and sound, and with my mission completed. Well, we will continue to act in a way that returns us safe and sound. Speaking of which, what is the payment that we're guaranteed upon your safe return? Uh, I believe it was the standard going rate for... Um, uh, fortune Hunters. Uh, Something like five gold pieces per day, uh, and then there's uh, additional uh, expenses to be paid for uh, anything unexpected or injury or other such liabilities like that. So what that first night in the tavern tack on? Uh, I mean, were you injured? I think that's that's a discussion with you. We've we've paid an upfront uh, value of uh, five thousand gold pieces to. The fortune hunters, but they will um, give you your cut on your return. Or just like slowly look at Javid, who didn't tell me anything about that. It was in your contract. Should have read it. I can't read. We signed a contract? We're working for the fortune hunters? Verbal understanding. Yes, you're working for the fortune hunters. I, I did explain that. But perhaps we uh, work out any uh, complaints or reconsiderations uh, after we're out of danger. Uh, there may be troll uh, ogres ahead and uh, standing around talking about payment does us nothing if ogres kill us all. I too would like to revisit the ogre thing. Let's slip past then make camp. You continue on ahead. What's Wanda seeing? Where's Wanda? Where's Wanda scouting? She's still scouting ahead. Okay. Uh, well, on, Wanda does not report back with anything immediately. Um, Wanda's too far away to communicate with you directly. And uh, I assume we're we're taking our. Uh, uh, points as, as before with um, Wanda well out ahead, uh, Javid um, in the lead and uh, in the van and, and uh, then uh, is it uh, Snow watching, the, uh, watching behind? Kind of like flanked off to the side. Yeah, I'm in the back of the group, just keeping an eye out behind us. Before we split the party again, um, I'd like to let the party members know that um, just in case anyone likes to scout further ahead and we run into this problem again, um, that I've told Wanda that if something comes up that she needs to 
land on you to basically let you know that you need to rejoin the party. Take that information with what you will, um, okay. but that at least would help. Alright, uh, can I get perception checks for me? No. Alright, you don't see anything. You're right. So I'm probably not going to drop Onyx's invis invisibility until the hour is up, just because I don't see any reason to do so, given that I did use the spell and I can only use it once a day, so I might as well get the most out of it. Briar, I'm giving your axe back to you. Did you see my perception roll? Did it pop up? Thank you. Nope. Something's going on with my D&D &D Beyond. I saw it. It's in your in the game log. I don't know why it's not... Virtual tabletop not found. Huh. Did you enact the... Like, is your little D&D &D Beyond plugin, is that red? It was. You should click it. It might help. All right. You guys continue on for a few more hours until uh, you guys feel safe. The night has drawn long. You feel fairly tired at this point, uh, but you feel like you're a safe distance from the goblins. Uh, you, you're scouting ahead. Eventually, as you guys decide to stop, um, Wanda kind of like grabs Javid, brings him back into the group. Uh, you guys find yourselves on like this like kind of like rocky cliff spot where there's this like shallow depression which leads into a small uh, covered cave the uh, as far as you guys noticed the goblins did not follow you and you have identified no other threats on the mountainside sleep I want to uh, check out the cave, make sure we're not sharing it with a cave bear or anything like that. Okay, give me an investigation. The cave is empty and otherwise unoccupied and, and contains, it's relatively dry and contains no other uh, things, no hidden, hidden things that you identify. Casimir kind of yawns and, oh, well, I'm, uh, I'm terribly ready. Has anyone got anything for dinner? I could use a, a light snacking or, or something. I'm sure we, if we're in a cave, we can start a fire. I mean, the goblins already know we're here. It's not like we need to be extra stealthy. Right, let's do this. Yes. Let's use the uh, the rations we've, we brought along and, and um, not start a fire. I'd like, hate for the smoke to alert anyone we haven't identified, such as ogres or trolls or what have you. I got about two pounds of sheep meat that's about to go bad. Yes, I'm very interested in the sheep meat. But it's just, you know, be a shame. Oh yes, I'm terribly, terribly interested in that. 
So home cooked meal. Eh? Yes. I've, that's one vote here. Yep. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and make it. All right. While Briar's cooking, Azrael is doing her her nightly like inv weapon inventory and cleaning. So she rolls out all of her knives and her size. She goes through and inventories them, cleans them, and sharpens them, and then puts them back in in, in her backpack in a very like methodical path. All right. What's the weather like? Clear skies. Cold breeze, fall. Um, just outside of the cave, uh, you guys are able to find there's a few like small shrubs and, and other things that you can um, collect to create uh, a fire with. There's no trees, obviously. You're, you're a little bit above the tree line. Um, you guys can like look out over the like illumination for the moon and see just like the sea of treetops from the windless wood. Right. Um, maybe it's going to uh, go out, find a spot that, where he can um, hide, keep an eye on the path and, and the entrance to the cave and, and um, uh, sort of uh, set up okay. uh, a, a watch. Okay, go ahead a stealth and perception check. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing? So Briar is setting up food, I believe. I'm walking outside the cave, often do, like, outside, just, like, just outside, like, around a corner where I feel like I'm not going to be bothered for a minute. And I'm going to do my squat, and I'm going to pull out my book and start thumbing through it, still not truly understand what I'm reading, and get really emotionally worked up because it's the day after a storm. Like, to the point I'm probably going to, like, not come back for a very long time. Alright. I'm going to have Casimir start teaching me how to draw these maps. Okay. Well, uh... While you guys are kind of watching as Briar begins, like she sets up the fire and starts cooking the, the mutton, Casimir kind of produces uh, some of the parchment paper and he starts like sketching and he is uh, using these like straight edges and a few other things and kind of like measuring on it. And he's, he begins to describe to you how you like can tell how far you've gone and like relative measurements and distances from stuff. And uh, he's got his compass out and is like helping figure out north. Uh, he points to you how he like sketched out on while you were traveling on the map. He would like pre-mark map uh, positions so that it was easier for him to kind of sketch later. And he's like kind of drawn the the twisting path that you guys took from North End up into the the hills. It's um it's more of an art than it is anything else. Uh, I certainly appreciate uh, being able to teach you. I actually really only learned uh, cartography as a skill so that I could read maps better. Uh, 
it helps me gives me a perspective on on what the uh, creator was thinking when they drew them because I've, well, I spent so much of my time researching maps. Yeah, I agree. I think it might be a very useful tool uh, as I continue to adventure. And as you can tell, I think the art thing might be right up my sleeve. Um, and I don't know if he's got the Colossus out or nearby, but I'm going to gesture towards that if it is. Yeah, you can see his little notebook where the, the Colossus drawing was. Much appreciated for that, by the way. It's, um, well, I can't wait to show some of the other scholars back at the Institute. As he's drawing, I would like to be like by like his side, basically, and like copying what he's doing, trying my best anyway to like copy the map uh, on my own parchment. All right, uh, go ahead and give me a um, call this maybe survival with an intelligence check. So intelligence modifier survival bonus. you're not proficient in survival, that's just an intelligence check. Alright, you you draw something close to what he creates, but, you know, you're doing it for the first time, and it is a map, but it's, you know, you can tell, like, kind of like, looking at it by yourself, you're like, this is a, a an okay first-time map, but then you kind of compare it to him, and you can see that some of the, like, the scales distorted, and, like, some of the things that he's drawn are, like, a little bit closer together than yours, and, and otherwise, like, um, it just, it just kind of looks a little wonky, uh, but you draw a map, and it works, and you definitely could use this map to travel by. It does seem to be missing something, huh, Casimir? Um, practice. I think that's the biggest thing, is, is definitely practice. I've many, many hours drafting maps um, in the Institute, so, you know, you'll get there. Uh, we'll, we'll do this more. I think it needs color, and I take out my small knife, and I uh, prick the palm of my hand a bit, and I take the quill, dab a little bit, and uh, start adding a little bit of red into the map. Um... Not quite what I would have had in mind, but if that if that looks better to you, then excellent. Most definitely better. Uh, all right. Did Javid just leave? Because I was literally about to do something with him. Yeah, he's no longer in the Discord. All right, so uh, Briar, you kind of finish at this point. You know, it's been about an hour or so into starting the long rest. You've uh, finished the mutton. All right, it's like a good braised mutton, you know. And uh, I've gone around and I've collected whatever kind of little vegetables I can from the surrounding area and put it all together. It's a nice little stew. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I get them peppers? Um, yeah, I'm gonna, like, well, uh, I guess press digitate my hand afterwards. Um, yeah. And basically, well, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, request for the husks back. Like, take the seeds, but I want to keep them to dry later. To, That's what I, was like, I could probably prepare them. 
oh oh yeah you know much better so i'll just let her know what the what the shopkeep told me and like basically you want the outer part to be dry before we grind them okay i will use them very sparingly all right they're hot very hot okay so yeah you now have four of those You uh, splice the meal, and Casimir takes a bite, and he's like, <coughs> he's kind of uh, dying. Oh yeah, he'll get used to it. It's fine. Very good. All right. You're welcome, Carl. I had you in mind. <laughs> Javid. As you are kind of keeping watch over the the moonlit kind of cliffside, uh, you know, looking down the the few hundred feet to the tops of the trees below, you suddenly notice off to your left you hear like the, the kind of scrambling of rock, and a little goblin kind of like uh, pulls himself up over the top of it and like rolls onto his back and he's like muttering to himself in goblin, like kind of catching his breath. Uh, and he left again. Great. <laughs> he needs to fix his internet. Uh, what are the rest of you guys doing in the cavern? Well, after I finish my weapon inventory maintenance and cleaning, um, I will take part in the stew, which is very delicious. I eat all of it and look for leftovers. Casimir kind of finishes, and, and uh, this is a very, very good meal, um, Briar. I thank you very much for it, and I will um, bid you all good night. And he kind of like puts on this little like knit cap and like pulls it down over his eyes, tosses out a little bedroll, and just like rolls over and goes to sleep. Javid, are you back? Uh, that doesn't sound like. Sorry, just cord crashed on me. <laughs> you said um, Javid. We want ears to noise off something. Hear me. Your internet is not good. The connection is very bad. Um. My check. We, we hear you, but it's like... Yeah. Discord crashed a couple of times on me. Try turning your video off. See if that helps. Yeah, just turn your video off.
does not look like it helped it. All right. Um, uh, for the rest of you, can I get... What order are you guys going to keep watch for the rest of the night? I can take first watch. Okay. Always like first watch. I'll do second. I'll do second as well. I'm not in the cave. Gotcha. Onyx is uh, off being emotional. Onyx, what are you doing outside of the cave? You're, you know, crying. Crying. Trying to read. It is dark and it's difficult to read. I do have dark vision, but I also don't have an intelligence that allows me to read, so I'm trying to figure out what the hell this book is means and lamenting over what I missed. I just picture you're like Adam Sandler in 51st Dates crying because he can't read the menu. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's it's only negative one. That's not like illiterate and unintelligent. That's like, you know, you're below average American. Uh, ten is able to read. Yeah. I have an eight. So I, I uh, your opinion. But it's not because I can't read. That's not why I'm upset. But. Yeah, I'm basically just, like, tucked off in the rocks, like, outside the cave. Far enough to where I don't think people will come bother me. Okay. Keeping my ears peeled for anybody trying to come find me, but not for, like, watching out anything. You said, uh, Javid hears something? Alright, are you ready to do things? Uh, could be. Can you hear me? Yes. I mean, we could hear you earlier, but your internet was so bad that we may as well not have. Alright. Alright. Turned off some things. Yeah. Uh, you... Uh, Javid are able to uh, see as you're kind of keeping watch on the, the cave opening. You you watched as Onox kind of like went off to the right outside of the cave. Uh, but a goblin kind of like scrambles over some rocks to your left and just like <sighs> and was like muttering himself in goblin like catching his breath. And then he comes like gets up a little bit and starts like shuffling over to the rocks pretty much over by where you are to look down at the cave opening. Um, I'll say you're breathing hard, brother. <sighs> tough one? Uh, yeah, lots of climbing that I didn't expect to do. Who's there? Oh, you're right there. What do you, what's going on? You're one of those guys. Oh, yeah. You one of the, uh, those guys? Yeah, I was told to uh, right. follow you. 
Good, good. You found us. Um, now, uh, now, what's your plan? Uh, follow you tomorrow and see where you guys end up. All right. Well, I can tell you we're going to keep going along the the trail. Uh, if you know anything about uh, things we might find that that would be unpleasant, like ogres or uh, others of your kind who mean us harm, that would be nice to know ahead of time. Um, Go ahead and give me a persuasion check. I'll uh, offer him a bite of my rations. Alright, you can do it at advantage. I can see that uh, the um, Beyond 20 did a thing, but the roll is not showing up. It was a 10. All right. He kind of like cautiously takes the little bit of ration and, and kind of eats it. Uh, well, Grolic just wanted to know if you guys run into the golem or the ogres and wanted to know if you guys were going to do anything about it and basically right. just uh, I don't know there's we come we come from some uh, well we, we come from a, uh, a mine operation we live in a mine up in the mountains and uh, well there's ogres there now and uh, know, some other stuff in there too and we had to run away, so now we're trying to figure out where to go. Hmm. Well, um, we may try to go down into those mines. There's uh, treasure here. Do you know anything about treasure in the mines? Mm, we kept some stuff. There's some stuff from before it was ours. Uh, I don't yeah. know about treasure. Well, we want your stuff. Uh, we're talking about uh, ancient uh, cities from before the uh, calamity. The goblins teach about the calamity, right? That's that's part of your lore, isn't it? I have never heard about what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, um, like. 800 or so years ago, uh, which your your lore may not go back that, that far. Uh, there was uh, great uh, great battles and the earth was torn up and uh, the uh, civilizations from that time were destroyed. And we can find some stuff from that. Yeah, so we're we're not interested in gold or gems. Is that uh, your clan is? is in. Uh, we're looking for old 
old artifacts. What, what is the name of your clan, by the way? Uh, I mean, we're Grolic's clan. Um, anyway, I'm gonna go, alright? And he just kind of like starts like crawling away, basically, back the way he came. So I'll, uh, I'll watch him go. Keep, uh, keep an eye on him. And, um, then, um, see if I can get, uh, Wanda's attention with, uh, uh, three short owl hoots. Alright. Wanda's, uh, sitting on some rocks above and Little owl head, like, zooms in on you, like, little sunken, creepy eyes are looking right at you. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll make gestures to Wanda. Are we within 100 feet of, of the, uh, the cave? And Wanda is within 100 feet, uh, intentionally. Right. Okay. So I, I will uh, gesture to the, the goblin who's clambering over the rocks and... Uh, Say, so, uh, pass this along to the people in the cave. The goblins are interested in where we're going. Yeah, I got to dip in like, like, twenty minutes. Yeah, we're we're about to stop. We'll pick up here a bit. I think with the the next morning, and and you guys kind of traveling along. Okay. Um, Wanda relays to you, uh, Demetari, that Javid ran into a goblin. And um, you, you're able to look through Wanda's eyes, so you hear what he says. Um, I'm assuming everyone's asleep right now, though, right? Uh, I think Casimir is. I don't know about the rest of them. I'm asleep. For first watch, I'm still awake. Yeah, I think I was taking first watch. I'd be awake. Okay. Um, okay, so those that are awake, I'll let know. Uh, we'll worry about this in the morning, but it might benefit uh, if we have someone following us to remain as hobgoblins. Uh, can only for an hour. Uh, you guys are not hobgoblins anymore. It has been well over an hour. Right, but the goblin hasn't seen us. He's only seen Jabid. Correct. Yeah, so I would say he, we get him for far enough along to where we can convince him that it's more trouble to let his friends know what we really are. Um, and if he decides that it would be a good idea to tell them, then, uh, he's alone. Okay. All right. 
And I think with that, you guys take your watches, spend your time sleeping and uh, enjoying your evening, your rest finally. And with that, we will pick up next week. Uh, would you... I guess I'll go ahead and ask, are you guys going to want to watch next... Or not to watch, to play uh, next Sunday? I should be good to play. Yeah, well, we'll be driving back in the morning, but we should be here in time to play. Yeah, drop uh, I'll be back in time. Denver, but... Chris's grandma's going to be in town, so I'm not sure yet. Gotcha. I know we would be free. Have our first guest player, Chris's grandma? Scramble. <laughs> that would be beautiful. <laughs> She's like Alabama. Country, country, country. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it has been fun. I hope you guys enjoyed the session. And I'll see you guys next Sunday. Uh, later, y'all. Yeah, bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.